uh, to welcome you back from our short hiatus. I have a story about riding the bus in Las Vegas, and it goes as follows. I'm sitting there minding my own business, and a man gets in the bus with a cavalcade of other characters, but this guy is special because he's holding a pile of tablets, like smart tablets or the fuck. Uh, um, I thought you meant like biblical uh, talents. Well, hang on, <laughs> hang on, because we'll we'll circle right back around to that because he steps in the bus and like they're just they're they're off brand as fuck. I couldn't tell you what the hell they were called, but <laughs> he looks at me, he goes, and like he turns and looks at me, and right away, like before any words come out of his mouth, I'm like, don't you fucking dare, don't you fucking dare try to sell me one of these fucking tablets on this bus. And he goes, hey man, and I'm like, oh you fucking clown. Um. And he go and he phrase his sales pitch is this. I swear to God, have you heard of the tablet? <laughs> hmm, the tablet. Well, okay, I don't need you. Don't spoil anything. Is this gonna go the way of like getting CDs off the street in New York? Is that, that is, where we're headed here? Because this is, this is if the Fallout universe had continued after the fifties and like. <laughs> And they came out with this thing. It wouldn't be an iPad. The tablets. The tablets. Yeah. Well, like this tablet, man. And like, you gotta I, pay again, me for that, though. Again, he specifically he said the tablet. I'm like, which like are you holding Moses's tablet? Is it yes. the is it the the ones the Ten Commandments? What tablet? Is that tablet? What is it called? Before he can say anything, or before I can say anything. The bus driver is like, I know you aren't trying to do that on my bus. <laughs> yes. She's yes. Here and she, he's like, maybe I'm not. And she goes, that's right. Sit down. And <laughs> that yes. was the end of it. <laughs> yes. Perfection. <laughs> but he, he stopped. Like, I went cross-eyed at the tablet. Because I was like, if I was your boss, I would have you fucking tarred and feathered. Like, <laughs> I am amazed that the bus driver was like, you're not trying to do this again on my bus. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Oh, he the was, tablet guy. He was selling the uh, iGAD, the only tablet powered by dirt. <laughs> Ew. Oh, it's floor powered. Um, well, he got to go on with like, go on with some guy who walks on, scans his bus card, and it says, and it says like, uh, pass, invalid. And he just walks on and just takes a seat right in the back, and the bus driver's like, I know your pass is expired. This dude says nothing. The bus driver does nothing. I'm like, hold on. I've, like, Oliver Twist, like, begged to get on a bus because I didn't have any cash, and they're like, nah, fuck off, dude. Pfft, slam the doors in my face. But I guess the secret is just to walk on the bus. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, walk in, sit down, act like you belong there. I didn't, I didn't want to kill your momentum earlier when you first started telling this, but when you're like, oh, I've got a bus story. So I got on the bus in Las Vegas. You could have ended it there. Like, <laughs> we could have filled in all of these well, not, well, not worse things that have probably happened on a Vegas bus. Dude, I saw, almost saw a stabbing on a Las Vegas bus. Um, <laughs> see? That's a, this, the yeah. tablet guy is pretty mundane, but also on the way home tonight, I was walking, and uh, I told you guys in the chat, but like these two guys, these two Mormons, on bikes, helmets, no jackets. It's fucking cold outside, okay? No jackets. Rolls up and he says, hey, would you like a photo of Jesus Christ? And my first reaction was like, no. And then they pedaled further and I went, wait, photo? What are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, Come and then they faded away. Yeah. 
But in my head, though, it's like the Patterson film. It's just him out of focus. Like, <laughs> it's like it's just, it's, 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 people it's are trying the, to prove it's real. It's, it's him doing the Bigfoot walk. Yes, except it's, it's robes. Like, yeah, yeah the, uh, but the arms are swaying and he's looking back over his shoulder. Yep. Like, yep. yep. My God. Anyway, uh, welcome to our first show of 2022. And we're here to say goodbye to 2021. Uh, I'm Connor. Eric is here. Arlen is here. Hunter is here. And we're going to talk about five things we loved. And maybe one or two things we didn't. Although when I had to think about this, I was like, I don't think I saw or experienced anything truly terrible this year. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, is why it wasn't really a solid category this year. It was like a... If you yeah. have I mean, I think, I think there was such a wealth of stuff that was out there that probably wouldn't have gotten noticed any other two-year period because let's be honest 2020 yeah. and 2021 were pretty much the same year my god yeah. dude i went to i was looking at like oh avengers i'm like that was a year ago cyberpunk that was a year ago fuck <laughs> i can't yeah. believe i missed 2016 uh, <laughs> i can't believe it yeah yeah but yeah it's i feel like there was there was so much stuff available that like I said, we probably wouldn't have noticed any other year that we were a, a little bit kinder, I think, with some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also, yeah, like, that, yeah. My filter has also gotten a lot thicker, I guess, for like, because I've had to sit through such garbage in the past few years. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like, so when I saw like, like, I just watched Resnew Welcome to Raccoon City and like, it's a bad movie. It's a very yeah. bad movie. But at the same time, like, totally watchable and it's totally fine. And like, I like, it does some really silly ass right. things, but at the same time, like it, it's shit. But at the same time, like I don't care. <laughs> to, to, an earlier, to an earlier point about this year, there's a um, last person picked for the dodgeball team aspect to this year. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, right, well, you. Yeah. Well, what and, do we have left? You know, and, it's like. And in some ways, yeah. what you were just saying, Connor, sounded very much like Stockholm syndrome, except when it comes yeah. to movies. <laughs> it's, it's less like it's less Stockholm syndrome because, like, I I look at it and compare it to like I don't know, like Munchie, and I'm like, oh, I'll watch Welcome to Raccoon City like six times over having to sit through fucking Munchie ever again. All right, um, yeah, I can I can understand it. When yeah, it's that, and but. like, and also like regarding, and that's not the movie that I'm gonna shit on this year. Um, actually, mm-hmm. up until when I actually vocalize, I'm not sure which one I'm going to. Um, oh. But like Resident Evil, Ra- Welcome to Raccoon City is like it's one of those things where I'm like somebody in this production really gave a shit about a lot of things, but then at the same time, like the script sucks, and like right. who the fuck like Resident Evil characters are already pretty flat and one dimensional to begin with, and then you made them unrecognizable, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. I I am totally okay with like changing the race of them because it's like they're West, just when i say unrecognizable like jill and wesker are flirting leon is, oh, yeah. a, no. is a is a pushover who gets bullied by everybody in the that, movie that's the problem it's like, it's not, it. the, the the people who are like oh like they're not the same or like they're getting hung up on the wrong thing <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. who gives a shit about the race of leon and uh and jill when like when they're doing weird things like turning Wesker into like a really cool guy who like Jill has feelings for, but he's not interested. And like, and Leon is like, Oh, well, uh, I'm just, I'm the 
I'm a son of a police officer, and I got transferred here because I shot a man in the butt. That's a real thing in the movie. He gets sent to Raccoon City because he shot All a fellow right. officer in the ass. I can't watch this movie. So, I can't do it. You're you're explaining what sounds like a John Cusack film, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this Uncle Buck too? But when it leans leans into the horror shit, you're like, I I I was actually super into it, and like, because that's the shit they cared about, and like, they cared about recreating like the Raccoon City Police Department and the orphanage and the truck driver, and like, the use of music is also really really impressive. Like, there's a scene where it's Donald Logue is back. Uh, the most underrated actor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, he's yeah. he's the police chief, and like he tries to leave Raccoon City, and he's got Journey playing in his car. Anything you want, uh, by Journey, and he sets it up like five earlier by saying like like talking to Wesker is like yeah, nothing like taking a woman home, and putting on Journey. Um, and he's it, goes to leave the city, and the police start shooting at him and civilians, and the music is diegetically coming out of his car as people are being gunned down around him, and he's freaking the fuck out. I'm like. That is really cool filmmaking for a couple minutes at a time. Yeah. Uh, something real quick. This is this is going to seem, of course, out of left field. Um, right. Donald Logue, or uh, you would actually pronounce his name Donald. Donald? Because Donald, because Danny O'Dwyer on one of the newer episodes of the, of the Bombcast, like somebody brought up oh. that guy's name, and he's like, no, that's my Irish name. Like, that is my actual Irish oh, name. Shit. It's not okay. Donald, it's Donald. Like he was that's like he when, when people spell my name Connor C O N E R, I'm like, that's Connor, it's not the same. Like, before, before, before we get too far on uh, Raccoon, before we get too far on Raccoon City, I do have one question Is the police yeah. chief insane and obsessed with like puzzles? And like, is, is, uh, uh, is no, no, he's he's just kind of an asshole, and then he gets he gets the hmm. gnarliest death I've seen on film in a long time. He gets the liquor pulls him into the ceiling and then he gets dropped. And like, there's one close up shot of his fucked up clawed body. I'm like, and it's a dummy. It's very obviously a dummy, but like, they give hmm. you one shot of spectacular gore that I was not fucking ready for. It was, was really cool. I was really hoping you would say like the, the police station is like insanely like convoluted. No, it's like they they gave you the aesthetics, but none of the fine details. Also, like Lisa Trevor's in it. Lisa Trevor's like a good person. Like she helps Claire get out of the city. It's super bizarre. Mm. Um, she kills the oh. liquor by taking her the the shackle she has, like the the wrist bound, puts it in its mouth, and just pulls backwards until its fucking head pops off. And that was Jesus. also one of the best parts of the movie. Um, does uh, Does Ada Wong show up at all? Yeah, yeah. And whoever's playing her sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, nothing yeah. changed, I guess. Also, yeah. Wesker Wesker dies, and then comes he gets brought back in the mid credit scene by Ada, and then because oh, I guess no. the that's, resurrection, that's cute. They think and then the be another one, yeah, and then the resurrection <laughs> sequence. He's like, my eyes. What's wrong with my eyes? She's like, it's a side effect, and she gives him his fucking video game sunglasses, and he immediately oh, no. calms down. I was like, oh no, this is yeah. terrible. <laughs> my God, I mean. Connor, everything you said sounds like what I've been hearing, basically. Yeah, is, and like I think Alana like, yeah. Pierce said it the same way. She's like, it's a bad fucking movie, but it's also quite <laughs> fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, as I've been saying, in ten years, when this man's done like a DC film, he's when he's yeah. doing like Blue Beetle three, I'll I'll go back and I'll watch yeah. this. Um, um, but do we want to get into the? Th- I guess we want to just tra- like transition to the thing that I guess we're hung up on this year, which we really didn't like. 
Um, yeah, I think I think that's a good yeah. call. Um, yeah, I, I'll just keep rolling with it. Um, I honestly couldn't decide which I was more angry at, uh, Ghostbusters or Mortal Kombat. I couldn't Ooh, wow. figure it out. Well, and, yeah. and honestly, like, I feel like Mortal Kombat gets a pass because, like, the beginning and end of that movie are so fucking fun. Um, right. And then in Ghostbusters, it's like the beginning and end of that movie is like some of the most egregious, just borderline offensive, and as Arlen said, ghoulish things I've oh, ever yeah. seen put to film. Well, and it, with and your it's, first point, Ghost or not Ghostbusters, Mortal Kombat is Mortal Kombat, so it kind of yeah. gets passed. Yeah, right. and like it's yeah. silly and dumb, and like, but like also at the same time, like you got fucking this 65 year old man to play Scorpion who is kicking ass the whole time doing a really good job. And Joe Taslam is just killing it as sub zero. Mm -hmm. Um, and they had these just wonderful fight scenes. I think the ending is awesome. That's the only time in the movie that Cole is even remotely sufferable. Um, you know, and it has all these cool, like Kano is also great. And, um, I think that mm -hmm. reptile is cool. Like some of the other fights, all the gore is great. Like in a feel movie is also, but it just feels so fucking unfinished and chopped up and just, I don't know, just there's something missing. And in Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. like, this is a thing we've been waiting for for 30 fucking years. And it's like a, a weird, sad drama for most of it. And then suddenly it's a popcorn flick where Gozer tears a man in half, mm -hmm. which is something I have not gotten over because it was so fucking jarring. Um, and then. Oh. They put this fucking CGI dead man in front of his real friends on screen, and I'm like, this is appalling, and I hate it all so much. Yep. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all my feelings exactly. Basically, like, and it sucks because like the girl, yeah. I can't remember who's playing the little girl, Egon's granddaughter, but like she's yeah. spectacular. She's amazing. She's been in some of the Conjurings and a bunch of other movies, and and the, the scene in yeah. this in the town, the, the chase sequence where she's in the gunner seat of Ecto One, is fucking awesome. Love that whole sequence. Um, I love, I guess, Gobbler is the name of the new ghost, the one who just fucking eats shit. Um, yeah. Wait, uh, he eats he, shit literally. He, well, he no, he eats, <laughs> he, he eats everything. Like he's, yeah. he's, oh, okay. he's Slimer, <laughs> but he's big and blue, and he just devours garbage. Like he just thought, he, he loves just shit. He's chewing on metal, like he's chewing on whatever. Like he just he he, he eats structure. Um, the outer fish of ghosts. Yeah, but like he's cool and like I don't know, like the, all this stuff, like where she's like poking around, like like the the Ghostbusters stuff in Egon's basement is cool. But then like once Gozer shows back up, I'm like, yeah, terror dogs, Gozer, fucking, are you a god? Blah 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 blah. I've seen all of this before, and then you resurrected the dead man. Yeah, makes sense. And he doesn't yeah. speak, and somehow the fact that he doesn't speak makes it worse to me. <laughs> well, it's all, he doesn't speak, and it goes on for like ten fucking minutes. Like, yeah. I, I bring up I bring up Tarkin a lot when we talk about this, and like, but the thing with Tarkin <clears throat> is like he comes and goes so fast in that movie, you don't have time to be like, is this wrong? Like, <laughs> also he's been dead for like forty years, I yeah. want to say. Yeah, or something like that. And like so, with, yeah. with Harold Ramis, like some of those wounds are still very real to those guys. And like they, oh. it's it's real, it's still real to me because I loved Harold Ramis. And like, <laughs> exactly. you know, you know what the fucked up part about it is is they kill him on screen too. Yeah, like, yeah. the film. Be, I'm sorry, spoilers for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Do you care that oh, much? No. No, but it's in the first five minutes, so I don't even consider that a spoiler. Well, like, also, kill he's him the, on he's the only person oh, killed yeah. by a ghost in three movies. Yeah. Yes. And it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, again, I have all the same. 
problems with that movie that Connor has. Like the, uh, that plus the jokes that the movie tries to make don't land because nope. it's not I the didn't of comedy well, of that director. Yeah. Well, there's there's podcast the big joke throughout the podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ, podcast is responsible for the best joke of the whole movie, yes, and it's is. not even that good. It's not I, even a great joke. It's an okay the, joke at best. The problem I have with it though is like it made me laugh, but I felt awful for laughing at it. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was like, oh, you didn't earn this. This is just the only funny thing that's happened in well, about and then, an hour. Like, they, then they roll out fucking Murray, Aykroyd, and Hudson, and Hudson's the only one that looks like decent, and like he's the only <laughs> one that I got a reaction out of because like yeah. Murray looks like he wishes he could be anywhere else, and Dan Aykroyd is actively dissolving. Like he's he looks like a melting bulldog. <laughs> he looks well, like he like drank like too big, much of his vodka. Like a, like a big hairless Saint Bernard who learned to walk around. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all the it's all the Crystal Skull vodka. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah he was just injecting it. He had like a uh, venom tubes full of a uh, full of the vodka, um, <laughs> and it was <laughs> just. Oh, and then there's that weird scene where like she calls the you know the Razor Cult. And he just, he's like, well, you want to hear 10 minutes of exposition? Here we go. This is all the shit that happened in the 30 years between the last movie and right now. I'm going to give it to you all in one big, stupid dump. Here you go. Mm -hmm. and, oh, well, Peter Wang at Academia. Can I see that? No. <laughs> no, 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 we can't see no, that. We have to wait for, and we have to wait for an end credit scene that I didn't even see to see Sigourney, um, which is just like, fuck you for making me. Yep. Have to wait for an entire credit sequence to see Sigourney Weaver. Uh, yeah, also like if you're interested in, in seeing what happened to those guys, you get nothing because they, they show just, up in the last ten minutes and then just leave. They, I mean, like yeah, like like yeah. Marlon was saying, like they just say like, oh well, Peter's here and Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson, I like. I feel awful because it feels like the only reason he's in the movie is to get them to the final scene. Mm -hmm. I mean, because they're like, oh, he's rich now. He has a private jet. Uh, hot, hot take. Um, the people that don't like the last Ghostbusters movie before this. Um, and one of the reasons among many is that it's disrespectful to. I know it's woke. Sorry. Um, and it, we'll get we'll, Hunter. That will come up again. Yeah. Um, uh, believe it or not. Um this movie is far more disrespectful to the original yep. Ghostbusters, in my yes. opinion. If I were like a Ghostbusters fan, the way that some of these people are, um, I would hate this movie. Um, I, but I don't care. <laughs> like, so. flat out, like, I like the original Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. I never saw the whatever one that the, the one that everybody hates. And I haven't seen this new one. But are there really fans like that of it? Like, yep. There are, for some reason, Ghostbusters and Back to the Future both have like these really rabid fans who are very protective of it. Um, really, they're protective of the toys. There, there are people the who are things. super hopeful that these two movies, like, or in Back to the Future 3, like, can become this, like, big, ever-branching franchise and have this, like, no. yeah. it, but it can't, like, it's Ghostbusters 1 is an anomaly, and Ghostbusters 2 is fun, mm -hmm. but more of the same. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, I, first of all, the best version of Ghostbusters 3 we were ever going to fucking get is the it's fucking the game. 
Thank yeah. you. The game. It's yep. The game. The g- everyone's in there. Everyone cares. Bill Murray even said, "Like I did the game and had fun. I liked it. I it it got me back in the mood for it." Um, and like the old person didn't come back with Sigourney Weaver because she was misinformed as of what it was. But like the game is oh, yeah. fucking tastic, and the game <laughs> goes weird ass. But you go to literal hell in the game. Okay. Like, yep. Dope. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's uh, the thing you said with Bill Murray. Like, that was a funny story they told on David Letterman, where like he had gotten done recording that and he was walking down the street humming. And he was the, whistling, uh, he was humming the theme song, and some dude was yeah. like, "Dude, let it go." Like, yeah, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, does uh, somebody else have something they hated or disliked greatly this year? That I mean, not- I have, I have something that's not like. It's related to media, but it's not a movie or anything. It's more like, I think since it's we books. are all we should burn them. Yeah, but <laughs> I think since we've been all been cooped up and kind of just like losing our minds a little bit, uh, online right. discourse has gotten awful. Like, especially concerning media. Um, like the 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 example that really like upset me the most, I think this year, or like bothered me, annoyed me. It's more of a term. Um, hmm was a lead up to Guardians of the Galaxy game uh, where everyone was like, oh, it looks awful because I don't like that they changed Star-Lord's look and also all this weird, <laughs> weird shit. Like, it, like we, you didn't even give it a chance and then they, as soon as it comes out, everyone's like, oh, it's good. Like, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was a well thought out. Everyone has to have a thing that like, I don't know, things just can't be... <sighs> I don't know how to phrase this like there has to be a problem like there has to be an enemy to beat there has to be a villain you know in the equation there yeah. has to be no against like re- like in a lot of cases like this guardians game it's like by all accounts this game rules and everyone really it's it's fucking spider-man puddle gate all over again oh it's they yeah. fucking, it's been derezzed mm-hmm. It, it feels like nobody can be neutral anymore. That's like my biggest yeah. issue. Like, oh yeah, no, no, that's, that's the other thing. Yeah, too. you can't just be happy. Like, what's the? Which is funny because as the year wound down, like I was getting very comfortable in this kind of this neutral Zen state where I was like, I just really because because my year fucking sucked. Everybody, I hope cool. I, if I haven't been keeping up. Um, and I had just resolved to be like, I just really would like to be. Like, like water kind of just go with it um which yeah. is probably why i can sit, sustain a movie like resident Evil welcome dragon city and <laughs> just be like you know it's fine um or, or the matrix for that matter um uh yeah. but um yeah like it's, everyone has to be like either you love this or you are the enemy or you hate this or you're the enemy and i just i'm so over right it. and it's bleeding yeah. into like it's bleeding into mcu conversation and like yeah I mean, like, it's, it's everywhere like you know i mean yeah. it's uh you know Lindsay ellis is a racist or Lindsay ellis is perfectly reasonable in everything that she said or you know and i can go on and on with different discussions yeah. that i've had to uh, honestly watch. given my yeah. current plight which i'm not going to talk yeah, about in absurd. the show Lindsay ellis is screaming into my soul right now because mm-hmm. that attitude is very much how i feel about a certain other thing going on well i think i mean and whatever this is my normal thing but um i i think having four years of uh of the horror we dealt with and then pandemic on top of that has has taken a lot of people that maybe have never had to live through an idiot president and anything terrible 
really in their mm-hmm. lives and having the access to the internet that they do like it makes it easier for them to do that because i think it's i think it's a lot of younger people who i yeah, feel like it, are it, the it, ones it, that are being absolute assholes about things i think it's yeah. younger people i think it's people who um they don't they see like online currency and i don't mean like bitcoin and stuff they see it differently yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like things like clout mean different things to them um i think you're absolutely right eric and then like and and it goes to like these really deep weird levels it's the people who are like i'm going to dunk on a bot on twitter um Mm -hmm. even though it's clearly a bot it's not a real person it's like a it's literally like a russian like fake ad bot that just spams people but i have to show that i am superior to them and that i am intellectually and morally better yeah exactly (laughs) this thing that isn't real and does nothing to actually change discourse um yeah and it's yeah it's just like this weird mentality where the internet is itself a video game um yep uh and i want to be careful not to like go on the side of like video games cause people to be one thing or they make people do this, but it kind of has like this weird, um, almost like training thing. Like it's trained people's brains to work in a certain way. It's, it's the same, it's the same philosophy. It's like you, you have to like do all these subconscious things to get you to a certain point because that's Mm -hmm. what gets engagement is like, well, at a certain point we're not, our brains aren't meant for this kind of mass communication. Like we're, we're driving ourselves nuts. You know, honestly, and I I have nearly purged Facebook from my life, and it has been liberating, okay? Mm -hmm. I barely use it now, and, like, I don't have this urge to, like, just scroll through a bunch of bullshit, and, like, it's just cleared up my mental load so much. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, this is, and this is going to be old man yelling at clouds, but with what you're saying about, like, people have gamified the internet, like, it's, I don't blame video games for that at all, because video games are what they are. They're video games, and maybe people are using the the structure of a video game the way they're approaching things on the internet but it's it's more mm-hmm. about trying to make sure that their name is known because yeah, i yeah. think a lot of people feel helpless and the mm-hmm. only way they yeah. can show it is by being absolute assholes on the internet well, wasn't there yeah. wasn't it this year that that, that couple like decided they were going to do some fucking video where they're going to sh- like one was going to shoot the other one with a fucking desert eagle and they were going to stop it with a book Oh. And like that was their what? attempt to what? win the no, internet, no. and one of Wait. them fucking died. <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> oh god! Yeah, yeah I, I guess, oh, the, I guess somebody... the idea was. Yeah, the idea was like I'm gonna hold this big giant book in front of my chest, and my girlfriend's gonna shoot at me with a 50 caliber Desert Eagle pistol, mm-hmm. and I'm not making this that part up. Like... It was a huge fucking pistol. Well, and if and you, if you click like on TikTok territory, if you uh, if you mm-hmm. click on the link in the uh, episode description, you can find out who lived and who died. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. So TikTok is also re- like I think has been just an awful. Here's the thing. I kind of like TikTok because some of that shit is really fucking entertaining, and I can sit there for That's hours. Really funny. However, there's also girls who are like, oh, excuse me. By the way, ancient Rome isn't real. I'm like, you are a bad influence <laughs> in humanity. I go and bad. You need to be you need to be purged. It, that one I, <laughs> Once again, I think blaming the medium itself 
is the wrong way to yeah, go it's, about it. Yeah. It's, it's just exactly. how our the medium are. isn't the problem. It's the, it's yeah. like giving yeah, exactly. stupid ass people a voice. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's enough people that have weaponized it and used yeah. it uh, cunningly to build fortunes that everyone sees that. They're like, well, that's well, what I have to it's do. It's also like there are mm-hmm. people using it to perpetuate their own stupidity and ignorance. Like, do you guys mm-hmm. were you guys aware yes. that earlier this year that there was a TikTok thing where like people had seen this really fucking bad horror movie called Megan is Missing. Um, yes, it's a I remember that horror film that has like two or three like genuinely shocking moments, but otherwise it's yep. garbage. Um, people thought that movie was utilizing like essentially stuff film footage of a yeah. real girl who was murdered and Jesus people on TikTok, TikTok were like, dude, oh. we got to find Megan's missing is real. I'm like, oh my God. Well, so like, me and Hunter have me and Hunter have had many conversations about the conspiracies of TikTok, the yeah, yeah. the, but that's the Appalachian cannibals, um, and just all this. <laughs> this is there is TikTok. Okay. While we're on this subject, there is there is a bit of a fun factor with some of this craziness because, like, hmm. there are generally people on TikTok who just lie. That's their whole thing. They just mm-hmm. lie. Yeah. Like. And yeah, it's just like exactly. you can tell they're lying. Like I'm not stupid. Like I'm. I can yeah. tell you're not a fucking empath. All right. <laughs> like I, I, I <laughs> you, you pick up on things. That, um, but no. But like the conspiracy side is funny because like there was a whole period of time where they were like trying to convince everyone that there were cannibals on the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is which me and Hunter found very quickly. Is an old that's an old thing. Like that's a yeah. that goes back before like radios and uh, yeah, like this is a this is a so bunch old of TikTokers concept. uncovered an old like yeah. rural myth, I guess. And yeah, <laughs> basically. It's like if, it's like if in the Texas Chainsaw Universe universe, people were like telling stories about Leatherface or whatever. Um only Leatherface would be real, of course, in that case. Yeah. Um well no, yeah. it's real. Right, exactly. And he's coming for you. The, the follow us on TikTok for more information. She's a on good this. guy this um, time. Everybody, <laughs> watch part two to find out what happened. Um, a a lot of that stuff in particular, and I'm sorry, we're going to be. I'm I'm going off in the weeds a little bit here. Um, it it all strikes me as similar to the satanic panic of the 80s yeah and And another thing that's also happening right now that we're not going to mention by name because no Mm -hmm. um Um, yeah because that all that all connects back to the protocols of the elders of zion which is where ford got that bullshit from which was a fucking it was a uh it was a play and it was a satire it was a satire essentially monty python for like old old time mm-hmm. people right yeah and it yeah. was it was about jewish people and yeah and that's how a lot of the wonderful ideas about jewish people started in america but yeah. also that's how all these other things have been offshoots they just replaced jews with mm-hmm. with cannibals or satan a satan or, right. or, or reptilians or communists or yeah. reptilians oh, I... exactly mm-hmm yeah. yeah. Sorry. I just I've I've been thinking about that a lot lately because the one comic I've been reading. Well, you see, at the Travis Scott concert, there was a portal to hell. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. Um. One hundred percent. So I don't have a nice segue, but if there is a segue that a much smarter person would have uh, to my thing that I'm angry about. 
and we don't have to go into the specifics that relate to us personally. Um, but uh, my thing is um, misuse and misunderstanding of the term woke. Um, intentionally yeah. misunderstanding yep. the term. And uh, just uh, using it and uh, saying things that make you sound like a fucking moron. Um, yeah. It's not... I, it, it, I don't, I don't want to be like... <laughs> I don't want to get too political on this, but like, it, it feels like there's a lot of intentional misunderstanding of mm-hmm. like what... like. We, People just care about other people. That's just, that's all. <laughs> like, I don't understand what's right. so difficult to grasp about that. Yeah. Like, so sometimes, sometimes you're just like sensitive to other people. Um, yeah. So on that note, what do you mean when you say a thing is too woke or to quote, it's woke and I hate it. Um, yeah. What it's, are it's, you it's... actually saying? Because I don't understand the words coming out of your mouth it, it... when you say something like that. Um, it's crazy, crazy theory here. This is a case where the people that have used that, that would claim to lead the left or be open thinkers, whatever, mm-hmm. um, they're trying to quote unquote weaponize it against the people that started it, which was the right, the mm-hmm. crazy right. But the same people that are saying they're doing that actually believe it in the same way that the people on the crazy right believe it. They yeah, just want to have it under the cover of trying to weaponize the weapon. The, it just, the it weapon. just gets, it gets mm-hmm. lost in translation. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. But I also think a lot of those people who say woke are, are also actually. Oh God. But I missed. How, do, how did we get here? <laughs> no, it's it's what Arlen was. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, but like, like the, like not good too far in the weeds here. Like, I feel like, the intentional sort of like I don't understand this point. I'm just gonna yeah. keep using this half a fact to argue with you. Yeah. Is like if you're not you're not arguing anything. You're just intentionally being wrong and yeah. then trying to use like make people mad. It's not you're that is not a debate. It's just right. Yeah, it's just it's repeating like not even actual information. Um, you know, it's the. The dictionary definition of um, a factoid is something that is not true. It's using yeah. factoids to argue something instead of actual yeah. facts, um, yeah. and it's and, and it's everywhere. It's you know it's people yeah. who are like, uh, uh, I don't like the vaccine because it's changing my DNA, um, which it's not. It's not. <laughs> About fucking no. time, all my mutant powers. Uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wish. I honestly wish I got magnetic powers, but it's not happening. Please, three, please. I need these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you can be like magnetic, but for yourself, uh, you know. Whatever. You, I don't care. Just give me powers. Give me the mark of the beast. My exactly. left foot hurts, and I don't know why. Just give me the powers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I slept wrong, and now my neck will turn for a week. Yeah. I overexerted myself at work, and my left arm is inflamed. I don't know what I did. Yeah. Like, no. Give yeah, me the power to not wake up and say, did I pull something yesterday? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> give me the power to eat something and then be guessing the next day. Is that what gave him diarrhea? <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. 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 
It is but nice yeah, when you know exactly what it did it though. That that's the one that I like. Where you're yeah. like, oh, uh, no. currently, yeah. currently, yeah. you know, I've discovered as a, as a 35 year old, ramen noodles like the package mm. of it is like poison to my fucking body. Like oh, I'll eat them like I, I'll eat them like cool. I am Phil, and the next I'm I am Phil. I am I am full. <laughs> Wake up the next day and like I'm like oh my god, I am what not is, Phil. I am not Phil. I'm the opposite of Phil. <laughs> Well, actually, so like, so uh, for those who can't see me, which is everybody, um, I went from two hundred and five pounds in September to I am one eighty three right now. Good um, for you, dude. I, I feel fan fucking hell yeah. I feel great. Uh, however, there was a week in between all this where, like, um, I even I sent Joe from uh, Movie I'm sure a, a gif, and it was from fucking Venom, and it's just Eddie where he's like, I have a parasite, and like. He was like, "What?" I was like, "I don't know what's happening to me, but like everything I put in me just coming right out of me." And I, mm. I, don't, I, I, it's been going on for like six days, and <laughs> I don't think I had anything, but like I think my body went to some kind of fucking shock because well, I just, it was just changed like, my hmm. diet so much, and like for I couldn't keep anything in. I think it was one day where I woke up and I was like, "I am so fucking hungry," and just put down like five scrambled eggs in like two minutes. <laughs> Your body is just like we're closing down for like a day. Yeah, we're we're right. temporarily out of service. And I'm I'm just gonna quickly throw in: you can actually consume ramen noodles. You just need to actually doctor them a bit. You can't just do water yeah. in the powder. It's, it's, oh no, it's like I, a, I actually stra- I started straining the water out. Because mm-hmm. I, I, that oh was... no, I'm I'm saying use like chicken broth or beef broth. Yeah. And like, and, and don't like use frozen. that salt packet. Get get your own salt. Get like oh, I use I I I I open those package. I find a little package of like of like uh, alleged chicken flavor and because you know alleged pork flavor, and I throw it right in the trash. And I yeah, just take like but... my Lowry season salt, and I'm like, good enough. Like, no, oh, yeah. I use see, I use the powder, but I also add like soy sauce and. And mm. you know, you get you get like a thin cutlet of chicken, and you just you yeah. Fry that well, I use like a little bit of garlic salt, and I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah. My put mother, a, my mother, there, uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Hmm. My mother bought me like a big thing of him, uh, Himalayan pink salt, mm-hmm. and I'll do like a sprinkle nice. of that on. And that's yep. like, I'm yep. good. Yeah, I do want to circle back around to yeah, the thing sorry, that I, was, I hate. I was gonna, I was gonna uh, mention that because <laughs> we kind of got lost in the weeds here. <laughs> no, but I, I and like. <laughs> And and this is this is an ongoing thing, of course. This is an ongoing problem, but it really got to me this time where I'm like, "Do you? What are you actually saying?" And that's that's the thing that really like inspired yeah. me to say, "I do want to have an angry thing to say because I was I went through most of this year being like, most of the things I'm really angry about don't relate to the show that much." Um, but like yeah. this is something where this was a problem and it's gone past being a problem into being like into being ridiculous um, yeah yes. yeah yes. so yeah uh eric um, i think you're the only yeah. one that doesn't have one yeah, yeah. um for for me it's been um <laughs> everything you guys have said and the place it's happening in this fucking country is a nightmare dumpster fire and i hate it i hate it so goddamn much i, like I hate it either. the fact I hate the fact that the orange fucking mongoloid that was in charge for four <sighs> years looks like he handled this pandemic better than Joe Biden has. Yeah, and I'm what not a big fuck? fan of Joe Biden. Sorry, I nope. had to bring this up. I know you guys don't like to get too political, but I can't fucking deal with it anymore. You know what, Eric? I don't <laughs> care. We, we, <laughs> no, we can talk about it. Honestly, we've broken like, this I, before. Yeah, I yeah. think 
I think Joe Biden is a fucking clown. So, so yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about Let's Go Brandon for just a second? Yes. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> just say what you mean. Just, just say it. fuck Joe just Biden. Just bring up bring up anything, and that is that is what I've hated this year. Here's it's, the thing: we'll America. all agree with that. Like, yes. well, and, you know, with, with me removing with me removing Facebook from my phone and just not using it too much, like I'm exposed to so much little of all of that shit mm-hmm. that it made me feel so much better about just reality. Um, but mm. however, when, like when I go to the Guardian or like when I'm like those like peer reviewed news sites, I'm like, oh god, everything's still so yep. fucking terrible. Like, yep. Oh, I, I, this isn't this isn't all coming from like Facebook or anywhere either. Like, it's just it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. Like, well, it, Facebook you, is where I've seen it most of it. Okay, yeah, because like, watch anything on YouTube. Like, if you if you yep. curated your feed at all, like, you're going to have shit about this. Like, stupid things. Right. Up. Like, you curate you your watch. YouTube feed. Like, curate your Twitter feed. You know. Yeah. Right. Or put it on the work and do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like so you'll be going, you you'll be scrolling through Redbubble and you'll see a shirt ad or something. You know, it's like. Well, beyond yeah. that, like even if you watch like some of the stuff from Comedy Central, like having a, uh, I can't remember the, the, the comedian's name. It's from the daily show, but he's the guy who goes to like the Trump rallies and whatnot. And like, you see that yeah. stuff and you're just like, fuck, fuck. Like, yeah. We're such a joke. Like what's happened. It, it, it's, it's just like a big, it, it's sensory overload at times, but it's like, I think not, not the like, I think it's important to kind of step away from it every once in a while. Well, I think yeah. a lot of us are too plugged in I and, see. and, and that's what makes it worse. I think that's what, well, I, I think some of this connects back to, uh, recent, recent, uh, uh, too woke or a lot of hyperbole thrown around about the movie. Uh, don't look up. Like I, yeah. I feel like I understand people's viewpoint when they're like, man, it's just, these past two years have been terrible and the four years before that weren't great either it's just i get it we're terrible it's just more of that it. and i'm like oh i can't do it yeah i i get it but a part of me is just like no i need this needs to constantly yeah, no. be showing it needs to constantly be playing that. so people actually understand <clears throat> just how shitty it is i respect <sighs> that it's just like damn <laughs> yeah and i guess uh, i guess the other thing to sneak something in would be auteur theory and all that bullshit. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. yeah we would wow. need a whole other show about that eric because yeah, yeah. angry hulk uh, is the greatest film uh, ever oh made God. just because it was the first well done spider-man doesn't mean it's the best spider-man <laughs> well see toby mcguire uh made a cocktail way for spark like a dog for a tip so you know Maybe mm-hmm. he's an awful person. He was part of the pussy posse with Leonardo DiCaprio and it's David Blaine. Why are still like, I love Toby Maguire. Fuck Toby Maguire. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I want to, before we get into the things we like, bring up one more uh, release this year that I think deserves a proper skewering. And mm. that's Halloween Kills. If you like oh that movie, I don't like you. Okay, I, I forgot that movie dummy. happened. What? Until um, you just said it out loud. <laughs> I forgot I, that, I that movie existed. I mentioned. I mentioned this to Arlen. I think last night. I was like, why is Michael McDonald in that movie? Make me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just don't like Michael McDonald. I don't like I his think... face. I don't think. You mean the singer Michael McDonald? No, no my the the performer for Mad TV. Mad TV. Oh, 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 Stewie. 
Yeah. Mm, no. Ew. Mad TV. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, there's a there's one or two or four people who came from that show who are doing pretty all right for themselves. I, I mean, there's this guy named Jordan Peele. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah, um, I, he's I, a... I, I didn't like anything I ever saw on Mad TV just because once again we're getting into that territory of where people confuse auteur theory with fucking nostalgia. Like yeah. just because he was on the show doesn't mean it was a good show. Okay. Mad TV Eric, sucks, but. Matt TV sucks yeah. for like some there's some comedians yeah. who walked out of there surprisingly oh, yeah. well off and like yeah, uh, because they like, ran away from the house yeah. fire. Well, also, like, well, also like to see yeah. Deborah Wilson pop up in Fallen Order, I was like, holy shit, she's, she's good. Amanda in this. Waller. She's Amanda so, Waller now. Yeah. So I do want to say this. Like, I agree, Eric. Mad TV in retrospect, not very good. I Awful. I watched it because I didn't have cable for most of my yeah. life growing up. It was like well, half that's... and half. It was always on um, before wrestling, I think, when I was wait, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. Is, is this the year I'm going to learn that I was on a show for the, all these years with poor people? Yeah. Just, oh, oh, you're going to be so shocked to oh, hear, Eric, that I stayed up the... intentionally to see Girls Gone Wild commercials, Eric, because of the <laughs> oh, state of my... Um... Break. I saw that all the time, yeah. <laughs> Oh, here comes um, steel were you planning on it, Eric? Were you were you opening up TV guides and hoping to see it there in the TV guide section? They wouldn't put no. it there, but they would say paid no, program. I, I knew I could stay after uh, Saturday Night Live was over, and while I was watching right. a bad horror yeah. movie or a night flight, there would be commercials for it. So yeah. Yeah. you watch the Johnny Carson show because. Uh, um, weights on or whatever. It's your old yeah. yeah. I'd good rather job. have a bottle in good front job. of me than in front of a bottom me. Um, yeah. Good, good job, Hunter. Got um, me. Honestly, the best thing to come out of Mad TV is the Sopranos Unpacked sketch, and that's it. Yep. Um, but anyway. well, there, also, there were. It's also, like anything. There are always good sketches. You know, like even bad sections of SNL have good sketches. Yep. Throughout them, you know. I don't know just, if you guys know. listen to uh, the Bobby Lee's podcast, Tiger Belly, but like he mm. tells awful he like he they, everyone who comes on his podcast just talks shit about mad tv the whole time and he tells <laughs> stories about how shitty it was like i that's believe the it. best what part about mad tv for me i believe it it's well awful. and uh, th- that that reminds me you bring up t- uh bobby lee reminds me of another thing to, that's important to point out snl is still on and it was a big story like last year or something like that that they hired i think their first asian cast member and writer yeah. Um, Fucking Mad crazy. TV had people of color. Mad TV was on 90s. Fox, okay? It was on yeah. Fox, and well, it's the most diverse comedy cast you'll ever see. That yes, was also yeah. Fox when they weren't, it wasn't as mm-hmm. well known who Rupert Murdoch was. Yeah, like right. that was when they were trying to be the the bad boys of the airwaves. So their their mm-hmm. choice was to. Fucking, uh, I hate our country. Yeah, man, they made America. Let's get some blacks on the sketch combi. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. I love how it sounds good to me. They can entertain. And we have not talked about a single thing on our list. You know, I'll give us credit. We've done two hour hate shows all on their own in the past. So, hey, let's give ourselves a pat on the back. We're very hateful honestly. This is just blowing out some steam. Like, there's actually a lot of shit that. Here's the thing I am far more positive about the stuff that came out this year than I feel like I've been in a long time. Oh, yeah. There's some great stuff on my list. Some of the stuff on my list would be like 
my favorite stuff in other years. Like, yeah, there's some great stuff. To, well, one to, of the things on my list, uh, before it came out, I was like, there's just no fucking way. And now it's one of my favorite things ever. But, um, yeah. uh, does anybody want to start or do you want, I don't know, I can start. I think, I think if we go by the previous order, it's you, Connor. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. I'll, uh, this is in no particular order, but this is the first one that came to mind. Um, Spiral, I, okay. So last time we had a Saw reboot, I was like, get fucked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm one of the most diehard Saw fans in existence. Um, and Spiral was coming out, and like something about the approach and the cast and the the concept, I was like, "All right, I I kind of I smell what you're cooking." And then when I went and saw it, it it's one of the, I think the only movie I saw in theaters this year was Spiral, um, mm. which goes to show exactly how enthusiastic I am about Saw. And like for whatever reason, that was a enthralling theater experience and then i watched it at home i was like this movie's dumb as shit sometimes and chris rock is a goofy serious actor but i love every fucking piece of this movie and i really want more of this also that movie ends with and this they made it before the blm stuff and like the really politically charged stuff this year got going and they kind of lucked into it like Mm. that movie ends with the police gunning down a black man they think has a gun Yep, and and what does the prosecution have to say about what Connor said? Oh well, they locked into the BLM movement happening. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. can we play that too? Yeah, but like, even Chris Rock ag- addressed it. He was like, "We had that script before all the George Floyd stuff like got going," and he's mm. like, "And honestly, as this was getting like coming together, and that was coming together, like it's just kind of met in the middle." But um. It's very interesting. It's a kind of a it's a wacky ass saw movie. And the fact that like it really does a lot to distance itself from the Saw franchise. Like I yeah. I expected a John Kramer cameo. There isn't one, which to me is a shocking amount of restraint. Um, and the only time you see him is like his is his dead as fuck body on a fucking slab uh, in <laughs> pictures and like. And they they kind of imply that like there's been multiple jigsaw copycats and like they deal with these guys like every few months and like this city is like this fucking weird ass pseudo Gotham city where like some asshole mm-hmm. Joker shithead comes up and he's like I've got puzzle traps yeah no it's <laughs> this is an ongoing bit with me and Hunter it's the new person who owns all the warehouses that yeah are empty exactly Cause, yeah because John Kramer <laughs> owns half that city and now he's dead so whoever whoever has the I think yeah. the the best twist they could ever do is have is John Kramer the uh, uh, Tobin Bell's character yes. Okay. Mm. Um, have him turn into like a Mike Lindell, my pillow. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so like, so they, that's the series has like has come close to addressing issues, and the one time it did was in the sixth movie, and they attacked health insurance like pers- like policies, and that's one of the that's like one of the stronger mm. sequels towards the end because that comes right before seven, obviously. And seven is just oh, it's so blech. like I love all those movies, but seven is really fucking bad. Um, it's also filmed in th- it was filmed for three D, so all the color is jacked the fuck up on your regular ass TV, so the blood looks bright pink and looks watery. Uh, the saturation is shot all the way up. Um, and it's, it's a a horrid looking film. 
And then like everyone looks like they're covered in 18 pounds of makeup. Um, it's quite bad, but yeah, six is good. Um, but Spiral is like one of my favorite sequels in the series so far because it's just it's really interesting. Even if the twist you can see from a mile away, but like it also has a cool ending and like uh, it's just nice to see. It's nice to see jokes and daylight in a Saw movie, and I thought yeah. that was really fun. Um, and like the first fifteen minutes is Chris Rock doing Chris Rock bits, and that's it. I'm like, I haven't seen it. Well, okay, well, I'm sorry. There's there's a guy who gets suspended by his tongue in a subway. Uh, and he has to rip off his own tongue or get hit by a subway car. And I'm like, ah, fuck it, just hit me with a subway car. <laughs> oh. I mean, you would you would bleed out and die if you had to pull out your own tongue, anyway. So yeah. Well, and they show, I mean, they show where it's anchored from, and like this thing, it, it's like mm. a bolt, and it's through like the no, back no. of his tongue, and it is pulled uh. all the way the uh. fuck nope. out. Nope. I am squirming like in my seat the whole Ooh. fucking time. It, well, yeah, it's, it is, and that's when I like. It was right away. It was right then. And I knew I was like, I'm going to enjoy this because I haven't felt that since someone threw Amanda into a pit full of syringes. Like, yeah, well, I, it's it's shot. It's not as graphic as you think it is. They do a lot of like it's it's careful filming. Like they show like like the edge of his mouth is like starting to rip a little bit and like there's a little bit of blood coming out of his mouth. But like um, it's just the, it's where the tongue is anchored at. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. Jesus. Nope. Not for me. I'm not there. I'm, I'm set. <laughs> right. Everyone's yeah. going next. I think it's Hunter, actually, but yeah, somebody else. Okay. So my number five came out like a month ago. It's Hawkeye. Okay. I really nice. love Hawkeye. Sure. sure. The show. Uh, yeah. And okay, anybody who knows me knows that my favorite like Marvel show or like is Daredevil. I love like I love Daredevil. He's my, he's my favorite Marvel character, despite me talking about Moon Knight all the time. I love Daredevil. This is Daredevil, but with Hawkeye, and I love it. Mm-hmm. It's empty. it's so good. Um, it's got spoilers. It's got Kingpin. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it, I I just really love this show. I think it's. Um, I think I you're wanna, fair to talk about Kingpin all you want. Because I want to. I want to piggyback off that because mm-hmm. this is one of mine anyway. Um, Marvel TV this year. That was um, going to yep. be my honorable. Yeah. Yeah. So, but before, like, yeah. before we before we jump into that too much, I don't know if Hunter had anything else you yeah. wanted to add well, about it. So, I like. I I I I kind of like that. It it is sort of the show that I I feel like it redeems uh, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye in a lot of ways. It does. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Into yeah. a really yeah. good character. Uh, it sets up uh, everything for like the street level heroes too, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just—I think this is like the people who are down on it. I think are a little like too picky. It's the people and, who are like Hawkeye's not a superhero; he has a bow and arrow. I'm like, do you use a bow right. and arrow? And they're like, no. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, and in in the beginning, I I understood the people who were just out from the Jeremy Renner of it all, and I completely yeah, I get, get that. that. But yeah. if you've but, watched all six episodes at this point and you're still like, I don't no. know, uh, then it's not you're, for you. Right. Then it's not for you. It's just yeah. that too, yeah. Hunter. I, I, one, the last thing I want to touch on is I think that the the MCU kind of version of Kingpin is interesting because because mm-hmm. in the in Daredevil he's not he's not a tank he's he's huge and like destroys right. people but he's not like indestructible like he is in the show. 
He gets right. hit by a car, takes arrows like straight to the chest, uh, presumably survives that gunshot. If you think he's going to die, you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, that's not happening. Yeah. I think yeah. I think on that note, Hunter, they kind of gave you a clear indication like, no, this is this is more comic accurate when you saw yeah. him with the with the walking stick with the uh, diamond yeah. on the end of it, because that's like his his comic accoutrement like yeah. one of them and it's just like oh, okay yeah kingpin in that is like he looks mm-hmm. like a tub of guts but like he's he's a ridiculously strong man and like yeah, a no, ridiculously muscle. good fighter right. exactly yeah yeah it's 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 comics or even the 90s cartoon kingpin yeah. or even um uh spider-verse kingpin and i think um, like if you're bringing if you're bringing that character to the mcu that's how you do it is you just like yeah yeah he's a cartoon character he essentially is like yeah it makes sense and, 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 and spider-man <laughs> not all yeah it's about the mets um uh and here's the thing this has been happening in comics forever you know mm-hmm. a character is established in one comic as being a little bit more serious um yeah. a little bit more grounded and then he shows up in like fantastic four or some shit and he like takes a blast directly from johnny storm in the face and he's fine it's like yeah that 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 happened you know yeah so, it's an yeah. well yeah I, I, oh, go ahead yeah. Andrew. Uh, I, I I like the um, also that they did the uh, I don't remember the name of the run, but I, I love that the the look of the thing with the fraction run. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what uh, this was based on. Even though like they didn't the give any like fucking the... credit to David Aha or Aja. Yeah, that sucks. That yeah. really yeah, that sucks. Was dumb. Especially yeah. with the, specifically the with the credit choice. sequence. See the art, the, right? And they, they just they yeah. just yes. banked his whole fucking art style for the credits and didn't credit him. Yeah. 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 That was, yeah, well, that was not even, fucking even Marvel's choice, gonna Marvel. Even the yeah. choice of the uh, bullseyes in the background or like the, the archery targets. Like that's also yeah, a very prevalent thing in his run in the comic. So Yeah. 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 I, uh, but I, I was, like oh, go ahead. the overall aesthetic. Sorry, I didn't mean to count you off. No, that's okay. The overall aesthetic of like Kingpin and the Tracksuit Mafia really works well. And that's mm-hmm. really all I want to say. <laughs> No, that's, yeah. that was a smart choice. Well, it's I, I was going to say with your earlier uh, thing about like if you if you think he's dead after getting shot, you're crazy. It's it maybe spoiler territory, but go read some go read some Daredevil comics. But yeah, if you listen carefully, you hear two gunshots. And that's yep. very specifically something that Hunter did bring up that I was like, yeah, that no, that that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're going to do what they seem to be hinting and that they're going to be doing soon. So, yep. yeah. 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 Yeah, and uh, oh, I have one final that. note on that. I really like uh, Tommy Bahama Kingpin. I really like. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was taken directly from a comic run too. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to swing yeah. back around to um to Loki. Uh, yeah, Marvel TV. Yeah. Yeah, Marvel. Mm-hmm. TV. So uh, specifically, okay, Loki is just outstanding. Like it's just it's yeah. So there's good. almost not enough I can say about it. We covered it, you know, extensively. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier is just those are my boys, my my fucking my Captain America boys. Um, however, uh, given the year I had, uh, WandaVision was one of the most cathartic entertainment experiences I've ever had in my life. Um, oh, yeah. I showed through and through about three times, and like uh, coming off the heels of losing someone I really cared about and watching that show, I was like, wow, this is a it's mm-hmm. it covers every step of the process like and by the end of it like i'm just like bawling my eyes out like every time i've got to it like but it's very mm-hmm. nice to see a character because i love wanda i've loved wanda since fucking uh ultron and it's it was very comforting to see a yeah. character like that who is so immensely powerful be like just 
give in to the most basic of urges and just start giving in to the worst kinds of like grieving and depression and just hurting people around her and like just be, it's she's causing problems and like the whole thing is you know it's so hard to get angry at her for it because i'm like man like she has nothing and this fucking mass murdering shithead took all that she had left um yeah. and she also has no place left in the world her country's a crater you know she's essentially just like she's a she's a a woman without a country or a family who had nothing and in a moment of grief did something really shitty and has to pay for it um mm -hmm. but also like the whole like it, like visions goodbye like but the whole like if we said goodbye once to stand chance of reason to say the we'll, we'll say hello again um it was mm -hmm. so fuck like marvel is not sweet and this was so sweet and so sincere i i gobbled it up every single time i've sat through it it's so good yeah um yeah that was sorry arlen i just i just wanted to add that was going to be my my honorable mention for my list mm -hmm. was all of marvel tv because it's yeah even even if it hasn't been like knock it out of the park for the entire series they've still been consistently entertaining and moved the marvel universe forward and mm -hmm. it's something to look forward to it's, on a weekly basis it's so yeah. nice to spend time with these characters when they're not doing something bombastic and ridiculous like i <laughs> really like the idea of spending time with Wanda and Vision when they're just fucking around the house or like uh fucking Bucky and uh and Falcon just being shitty to each other I'm like this is fantastic <laughs> like I love this this is so fun like yeah, I, yeah. yeah but there's like also at the same time like there's a, there's a layer of tragedy to like that with mm -hmm. Bucky we didn't get like dude just sleeps in an apartment with nothing on a fucking like on a mattress on the yeah. floor um, yeah, I, I, this is I, so. I, I really loved Marvel TV this year as well. Like, I, yeah. I, I and if it, if it weren't for a film that came out, I would have said Marvel killed it more in TV this year than they did in films. Um, yeah. Like, it was, it was, it, and it's still really close because of how good I think those shows were. I have problems and like little, you know, nibbling things that bother me specifically. Uh, but I'm a crazy person, um, uh, so I admit that fully. But like, they always get the emotional arcs correct, and I think the television stuff allowed them to do that even more to get that even yeah. more correct. Um, even in places where like plot didn't work, um, or you have characters saying things that are entirely nonsensical, like they got the emotional beats right, which is a lot of what you were just saying. Just is like a great demonstration of that, you know. I understand that there are logical problems, for example, with the finale of Loki. I don't care because of the emotional resonance of him and Sylvie in that final scene, it's 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 exceptional. And Loki was almost on my list. Um, that's how good it was. Um, yeah. For moments like that. Um and also just what it did for the universe. And I think that this is all my way of saying this is a good lead into my first pick, unless we have other thoughts. Uh, on the I want to, I wouldn't get some water. I wanted to touch on the one more thing in Loki real fast. Like, th like that show was banging all cylinders to the point where like classic Loki, I wasn't expecting to fall in love with immediately <laughs> and then have so much of an emotional response when he died. Like, yep. like the music and him going glorious purpose. Like, it was, it was so good. And I know me and Connor really like the Doctor Who people on this show. And like, 
you know, knowing the history of him almost being a doctor and like Loki being kind of like a semi Doctor Who ish show in its DNA um, and in everything that it was, um, and him like giving like a, a, a real like uh, bravado performance that is just so that actor um, whose name I'm forgetting for some reason. Me too. Um, what the fuck? Uh, Rich, Richard something? Richard Grant Richard yeah. Grant that's uh, yeah but like uh, so good and uh, I, I yeah just uh, well, and just in, real, really in real one cool. scene they show how yeah. like because he says like there's nothing more powerful than a Loki who knows how to conjure and like how to and, you know how to project and how to you know these illusions and like he like they look like fools all these Lokis and like Mm-hmm. In his final moments, he does something that's like that's like fucking impossible. He recreated mm-hmm. all of Asgard, and then like he's just he's just left left and fucking right. And like, I saw a comment on the internet like someone said like that that character like imagine being that character's head that he missed Asgard so much that he memorized every single detail of it, mm-hmm. and that yeah. create that recreation was almost perfect. Yeah. And like that's and, a yeah. strong ass character to have around for like a cumulative maybe ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had a I had a quick side question. Um, I, with him having played Doctor Who, I was always curious. What's Doctor Who's first name? Yeah. What is? Yeah. Who is? What is the doctor of? I mean, I know. I know he has the propulsive uh, hammer. So yeah. I know that's his, his... <laughs> we're not. We're not doing this tonight. I do. I do. What, what, my one last thing, and I brought this up when we did Loki reviews. Like him doing him doing the glorious purpose moment. Like that's almost like an answer to the what are you the god of moment in Ragnarok like it's yep. it's and, and it's such a good way to like kick off Loki who I think is being projected as like one of the main focal points of the MCU going forward in a very interesting way that I didn't expect and I'm just very excited about it I just can't well, wait it's just has Tom Hiddleston yeah. said what his contract is or has anyone figured out what it is he hasn't said anything, but I just have a feeling that, like, the final thing, like, the final moment, at least on with his track, because um, yeah. I think that they're doing many things at once this time around. Um, yeah. I think there are going to be multiple people who come out as being, like, the leads of uh, this, this section that we're entering. Um, I, I think he's going to be a heavy focus. Um, him yeah. having his his Tony arc essentially, and it's smart because the two people who hit audiences the hardest in the first in those first three phases were Robert and Tom Hiddleston. Like, yep. there's no question. Like the two most recognizable people from the MCU. So to have the next most recognizable person who yeah, we thought Loki. was dead be the lead essentially is incredibly smart. Loki um, could have been a yellow jacket and Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. is so good that like he just he rose above that. Yeah. Yep. And and he's he's ta- he talked about how one of his major inspirations was Hans from Die Hard. Um and wow, I can actually see that like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's it's perfect. It's it's absolutely perfect. Anyway, uh so this is uh I think we'll go to my first one, which is the most on brand of any of my picks uh, or most uh, for us, I think um, maybe some other ones, but this is the one where it's like, this is, this is our thing. Um, the suicide squad was fucking great. Fuck. Um, yes. This is awesome. Amazing. Holy shit. It's so good. It's I it have, so well, okay. good. So I have watched the suicide squad like 
probably four or five times when it was on HBO Max, <laughs> and I cannot contain my emotions during the climax. I fucking mm. there's I'm like I can't remember who said like they're like I've never seen a movie catered exclusively more to you in my entire life. There, one well, that's the thing. Though. I think my favorite thing about the movie though is everybody has their own moment of that. Um. Like every character who makes it to the end, and even characters who don't make it to the end, they have these moments that crystallize them uh, in my mind. You know, I'm, I, we're all on record with our thoughts of uh, the original Suicide Squad, and even Eric, who hasn't seen it, has thoughts on it. Conscientious um, objector. Fair enough. <laughs> Understandable. Um, but like uh, the the actor who plays Rick Flag, um, who I've been like kind of rooting for for years he got a chance to really play an interesting character in this movie um and to like i think really leave a, a mark on like what he dc was movies so good can that be. our review of suicide squad opens with like so joel kimmon's awesome like <laughs> yeah he's fucking great he's so good in the movie and you know he has this moment that Again, you know, I don't want to assume arcs for characters, um, specifically when, it, specifically as it pertains to DC and where things will go with that future. Um, yeah. But like, he has this moment that you can see like unraveling the John Cena character later on um, in this really interesting way. <laughs> um, and I just, I, I love all of that. I love Idris Elba finally getting a chance to be Idris Elba for a movie, um, and to like really cement himself as like a big action star in a movie God, that people is, actually like he is um, playing yeah. a, like a d-tier dc character that fucking nobody knows and yep. now i want blood sport in everything he well, is the coolest guy ever in that fucking movie <laughs> blood sport is like a white supremacist character in the comics too it's yeah. really funny that yeah well it's they really took funny. care of that <laughs> well he's i i like like this is a cool version of that character he just has he has such like interesting weaponry and like he's just yeah. cool to look at too it's so much. i love that he like takes off his chest pads and those are guns and it's like oh yeah my God, that's so cool uh yeah yeah i I'm so mm. glad that they marketed this entire movie with that huge cast, and then like yeah, they they, just they had to kill it. They, they killed sixty percent of the cast. Sixty percent of the cast dies. Amazing. The- <laughs> it, I I said it when we did our review, like it, and I'm glad so many people like this, and I'm glad like it it feels like for a lot of people that DC finally had a win, but yeah, it, this movie just didn't do anything for me but that's just me Fair enough. and that's that's where i'll leave yeah. it at i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into whatever issues i had but yeah it just, wow marvel skill eric wow. Oh, yeah, i know i know it's i i was more <laughs> I, I was i was more shocked i wasn't in love with the james gunn movie that's that's uh, that's the last you know, thing i say yeah i had that exact same feeling about guardians too so everybody gets one right uh wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow! I think that's what a DC um, shill Arlen is. No, I know, exactly. right? I, exactly. I, I just talk about how much I love Man of Steel all the time. I say I this with my collection of Flash reverse Flash figures. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, well, last thing I want to say about Suicide Squad is I, I really like how it, it's a war movie that he just puts superheroes mm-hmm. in. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, it's a war movie that he gave such a like a resonant emotional core 
Like yeah. the the stuff between I didn't think Ratcatcher Bloodsport I didn't think both of them were going to make it out of the movie. And apparently in one version of the movie she doesn't. Um and like by the time they whittle it down to their final like the final mm-hmm. cast, I was so hyper protective of all those people like yes. every time every time the a gust of wind blew by king shark i was like don't you fucking dare i, I am march to warner brothers and kick the shit out of you people like when i when, when i think of david dismalchin um in yeah. that movie i i i i don't well up exactly but i'm I'm heartbroken over what happens to Polka Dot man i, I, I think that i never would have said a year Polka ago Dot man <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just it's crazy. Um, and oh god, I'm just remembering the polka dot man moments, the 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 thing with his mom, um, and him <laughs> seeing her everywhere, and it's ah, uh, uh, it's so good. I also um, think that movie has for what it was trying to like for 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 what it was going for. I think the final shot of that movie is fucking perfect, where it's just Bloodsport petting the rat, and the movie ends, and the song uh uh. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but like culture abuse. And I can't remember the mm. name of it, but like it's this two minute super upbeat rock song that I play at work all the time now. Um, oh, it's called So Busted. Um, it is. Mm. It's just it's perfect. It's a, it's 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 a quintessential James Gunn like scene. And it's so good because like this yes. really hard kind of almost unlikable guy comes all the way around from having a phobia of rats to becoming a fatherly fit like being a shit father and by the end of it coming around to accepting this creature as like a friend and being a decent father figure and inspiring his daughter uh in the process like to me it's just it's just so it's for that character's journey it's perfect it's so good yeah and harley is awesome my god yeah. harley's so fucking she's good she's movie. so good she's i mean she's really like matured as a character into being get like the star of this universe in a weird way <laughs> that I never expected. Um, yeah. Just also like, what was that meme? It's like, um, it's the two, it's two Shibas, like one's tiny and one's jacked. And like one of them's <laughs> like, Oh, I do cartwheels and I have, and I have a baseball bat and wear shorts. And the other one's like, it's probably dress. It's like, I kill despots and topple empires. <laughs> <laughs> So good. <laughs> she really does like she annihilates a whole government body in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, she I, then kills most of his soldiers. A review of the movie that I heard, I think I brought this up on our review, is somebody compared her to like unleashing the xenomorph, and it's just so perfect. <laughs> it's just like unleashing a xenomorph in a populated city. It's just like, uh, so good, so good. Um, okay, anyway, I think we should go to Eric's first thing. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, my my first thing is uh, something that's going to be falling into comic club territory a little bit. Um, Game Pass has yep. been a lifesaver for yep. the past, and I'm still counting 2020 and 2021 together, so it, please mm. excuse me. But it has saved me literally hundreds of dollars, not just from the games that are essentially free, quote-unquote, but also just the points you get from playing said games and getting getting achievements in them. And you get points that you can then trade in towards Xbox like gift cards so you can buy more games with it and continue the cycle forever because I love Microsoft because I have both my vaccine shots. That shit, if you, here's the thing, if you min-max that correctly, you can basically play your way into a free subscription like every once in yeah, a while. Yep. It's, yeah. a, it's oh. incredible. 
you can do it almost once a month. Like you can you yeah. can buy monthly by doing it that way I also, easily. I don't know if you, if you notice this, but like every game that is on Game Game Pass is also heavily discounted. Mm-hmm. So if a game is leaving Game Pass, they offer you it at a discount so you can keep it. Like it's like they they literally think like it's it's a amazing service that shocks me that no one just emulates just just yeah. do Game Pass again like yeah and I know I know Microsoft has to be losing money on it but the goodwill is so is so strong for that they would be insane to do anything different with it at this yep. point yeah it's, it, it's it's if you have an Xbox you owe it to yourself to get Game Pass. Like I yeah, cannot put it any more bluntly. Here's right? the thing. I, I wouldn't give Halo a second look because like Halo as a series is kind of just done for me. Like I don't give a shit. Like I played Halo three. I think I played a little That's bit of Reach. Um, and like, I don't care about Halo. Halo is like one of those yeah. franchises where I'm like, it's so big and popular and ubiquitous that I don't give a shit about it. Cause like it, it, very little about it appeals to me, except, except it's always been technically impressive to me and fun to play. Um, and then Halo infinite comes along and I'm like, looks interesting come to game pass oh <laughs> yeah you know it's funny, it's like oh, i'll play it now that we're we're in the year of starfield now it's happening yes. like yes. It, it's i i have very little doubt that they're gonna move that release date anymore maybe like yeah. a couple months at best but like you can play brand new games for essentially like 9.99 or 14 before i have game pass ultimate it's like 14.99 yeah. a month like yep. It's you're stupid not to have Game Pass, honestly. If you're if you are a power player, you you need Game Pass. Yes, I am a power also player. Great, like, like we we discovered that game. Uh, what was it uh, uh, Carry On? I think it was called Carry um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what a fucking pleasant surprise that game was, and I should go yeah. get back to it. I got stuck. I got I got Metroid stuck in that game. I got to the point where I was like, well, I don't know, fucking progress. That's um, that's my other that's my other point with Game Pass is that like. There are so many games that I probably would have never touched that I'm just yep. like, oh, well, it's not going to it's free. Like, if I don't like it, I can just get rid of it. Like, and there's so many games that I've played that I've been like, this is actually really good. Like, I'm glad I got to play it, but I'd like I would have paid for this if I would have known it was this good. Well, and through Game yeah. Pass, I finally got to play fucking Fallen Order because they bundled EA shit into that mm-hmm. game. Yep. So, like, Game Pass is, is start opening up to so many different avenues that, like, games that I wasn't going after initially because like at $60 like I got to fucking pick and choose here like that just floated along and I was like oh fuck yes finally I can play this and like I just finished it recently I love it to death um but yeah it just it will bring it will just kind of just mosey a game along your way where you're like huh I wasn't going to spend money on that but here it is yeah there's like the, the the indie representation on game pass is so is so well they're so they're so well like um, curated. Curated, yeah. I guess the word. Um, yeah, that I think that works. Yeah, that's where I played. Um, um, oh shit! I think it's called like that's something Calvary game that's like made up of nothing but like old oh, yeah, Renaissance the, art. Yeah, and like if you can uh, play the whole game by murdering everybody and finish the game in ten minutes, and <laughs> it's so I, like I I would have I I really like Superliminal this year, and I wouldn't have played that if it didn't come to fucking game fast. Yeah, you know yeah. I discovered, like, I know, I know, Hunter, you hate this game, but I discovered 12 minutes because someone told me I should try it. Uh, and uh, no. I, think it's, I think it's super interesting. It's not a little good. Did you, and, and did you get to the plot to the twist? Yeah. Did you get to the plot twist? I mean, I, I, I ran a patient just like watch some endings on YouTube. Do, so, like, do you want to know? Do you want to know what happens? Yeah. 
So <laughs> there's surprise incest. And so, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. all right. Yep. That's yep. why you hate it. Yep. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I in, in, on side note, like that was Annapurna, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's that true. they uh, they. I will give them credit. They swing for the fences. They don't always hit. But they they, they are trying chances, a lot I, of different stuff. I respect them. I respect them for the swings they take. Oh, and absolutely. I think Game Pass is where I discovered this game called like This War of Ours, and it's yeah. um, it that is a fantastic little game that I was really yes. blown away by. I haven't finished like Arlen. This is a game that you should play. Um, that game is really good. It is a two D like puzzle slash like actioner. That's like it's like light action, but like. The backdrop is World War One, isn't it? Oh, uh, I want to say it is. And it's like you play as like five or six revolving characters in one of the uh, one of the world wars, and like it is centered in like it's it's deeply seeded in like Poland and like the surrounding areas. Like you play as these five Europeans yeah. during one of the world wars. It, it it it's very like it's very vague on what war it is because it's yeah. like I think and the whole like, idea of like, like this could happen anywhere like it's not like okay. they set up the fact that like that main like they kind of imply that like most of these characters might be dead but it started by like as yeah. you start the game and you get mm. to play through the like little individual stories and like there's no dialogue it's all music um and it's all like the the graphics are, like it's little like these like almost like paper looking things like it's very two D. Um, it's all like hand drawn and hand animated. There's oh, are a you level... talking about the one from Ubisoft? I think so. No, that's um, that's Valiant Hearts. What you're thinking? Yeah, Valiant Hearts is. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one is like it's it, it's from a Polish studio, a mid studio. Yeah, I, okay, yeah, I know which I know which one you're talking about when you say this war of mine. I just wasn't sure because I I haven't really messed with it much. So hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the I, mean, mission where I think cool. you're. There, you're, mm. There's a whole mission where, like, you have to drive away. You, you do. I think you do evade Nazis or something like that, or like, you know, evade some kind of enemy. But like, it right. syncs to music, and like, they're using a lot of like old, like, uh, classical music. So like, you have to basically drive this car to be the song. Yeah. Oh, it, it's a cool game. Yeah, yeah I don't know. For for me, it was uh, Children of Morta, which is a roguelite, but it's also a oh. twin stick um, role playing game. I, I tried. I I don't know what it is about twin stick shooters. I cannot do it. I, I love just, that game. I love that game. It's so brain. good. I went through and I leveled everybody up. But um, yeah, it's honestly. Oh no, like, I am. Th- I'm sorry. I am thinking of Valiant Hearts. That's what. Yeah, I'm I was gonna say you? when you okay. said it was. Yeah. When you said it was cartoony, I was like, because eh, I was gonna ask. Yeah, you Valiant dog. At one Valiant point. Hearts is set in World War One. Yeah. 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 You 100%. do play as a dog. That's right. Yeah, you play as a dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you're in the trenches, and yeah, that's that's definitely World War One. But yeah, it's that's great. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just the like the fact that we've mentioned all these different types of games, and they're readily available to basically play for free. Because I mean, if you're yeah. paying for if you're paying for Game Pass, you know, it's fourteen dollars a month or whatever it is. Yeah, it you cannot miss on having it if you have an Xbox. It is phenomenal yeah. and worth every penny. Nice. Um, yeah, that's, that was um, me. I guess I'll go and I'll piggyback off the video game thing. And also, you've kind of inspired me to change a pick on the fly here. Uh, because 2020 and 2021 do feel kind of the same. Um, I would like to talk about a journey I've had with a specific game that came out. And I was like, this is fine. And then I was like, this is shit. And now that I've dumped 
probably a thousand hours into it. I really love it. And that's Marvel's Avengers. And I know everybody kind of, um, but like I have stuck with this game through thin and thick um, through the War for Wakanda release, through the Hawkeye release, the Kate Bishop release. And like after playing it for this long and kind of getting entrenched into, I guess, like the culture around it and like finding players on YouTube who like, are min-maxing their character to the point where, like, I found some guy who's got Thor hitting for 700,000 damage. And I need to know how the fuck he did that. I, um, I, 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 I do dabble in this game whenever the expansions come out, and I feel like there is a lot of this game that people were very unfair of, and unfair mm-hmm. to, that feels like almost like they wanted it to fail, and now yeah. it is failing because of them, almost. it it's It's a game mm. that I feel like didn't get a fair shake. Um, it huh. it had a lot of negative publicity behind it because it it showed a ton of potential with the single player story, and then the multiplayer just didn't live right. up to what it was yeah. trying to be. And that, also, that it's like woke trash, Eric, because it, it had a uh, because it had a woman main character. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah obviously. Honestly, yeah. Kamala is. You know what? Kamala is awesome in that story. Um yeah, and rules. makes me laugh all the fucking time. Um uh despite how like it is over the top sometimes with how fan servicey it is, where like she wrote a fan fiction thing and like Thor remembers it, I'm like, uh whatever. Um Yeah, but also, I kinda like that. I, kind of thing. I also, yeah. That's also I, in character. That's what yeah, makes it's, that it's great. in character, it's fine. And also Thor being like walk up and being like, every hero starts somewhere. I'm like, oh, he would fucking say that. Um, yeah. Um, that motherfucker. Also, he's I, got that I, cheesy dad energy. He yeah, I have a history of just hating stretchy characters. I don't know what it is about that power. I can't stand it. I think it no, I get dumb. it. <laughs> um, but uh, and, which is why I don't play as her. But I think she's charming as all shit. And like the fact that she gets to have the moment in the story where she saves the Hulk, and yeah. Banner's like this whole time I thought I was mentoring you. Um, I thought it was very good. Um. Mm. The story gets good. The, the Black Panther stuff was great. I think the yep. final level of War for Wakanda is trash. Um, <laughs> it is yep. quite bad. However, I just did the. Uh, they're doing a cosmic surge event, which is like a it's like a ten day event where like everybody gets all your characters get this permanent buff in these select missions where like you hit extra hard, your damage gives you health back. Um, and it's just it's one of the best status effects in the game. And basically they have these series of missions where all your characters get that. And then if you meet these certain conditions, everybody gets exotic gear. And like I've discovered a new joy in that where I'm like, oh, objectives, like find out, just start grinding this shit out. And like now I have all this like ridiculous gear for characters. My Thor is so untouchable. I have a video on my phone, I think, or on my Xbox. I saved it. I hit the Bifrost on this group of enemies and I have it so like it does residual fire damage. And then I hit like his uh like assist buff, which makes you essentially untouchable, like lightning just strikes or be close. And then I have another thing that basically turns the hammer into a like a lightning rod. So if you throw it, it starts sparking off little lightning bolts. I stood in a circle, didn't move, and watched everything around me die. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten so good at that game that I'm enjoying it on a whole different level. And I'm playing it with, it's like my new Dark Souls. I love it to death. Um, and I've gotten all the MCU costumes. And like at this point, they're getting a little egregious though. Like they just released Black Widow one. I'm like, you're it, like, 
the Black Widow costume from Endgame is identical to the one in Black Widow. Okay, you're not right. fooling me here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but did uh, Scarlett Johansson sue them over that, or do we? I doubt it. Exactly. Um, exactly. She's gonna no. work with Quantic Dreams next. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> David Cage is gonna get photos of her when she was a kid. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, they I think it's a very fun game. I'm kind of. I'm hoping it lives long enough to have all of its content roll out. Um. Uh. And I mm. did multiplayer for a bit. The raid is, I think the raid is broken right now. It's just, it's full of some of the worst things about that game. But I have done multiplayer with people and that's really fucking fun because people seem to sink into like, I was playing, a, I think a raid with like, with like three Thors. And that was a blast because it's just three idiots just <laughs> flying around <laughs> striking shit with lightning. Like it's just. Oh, so it's, it's like the uh, big boys from Hellbound that, uh, that show that was just on that book. <laughs> the Sasquatches. Yeah, um, the the big black smoke spatula. And like I was playing with uh, and like I don't use a mic because if you want a game unless I know you. Um, but like I was playing as Cap, and like all I did was salute people, and they were and like I could hear them reacting <laughs> to it. Like <laughs> it was so much fun. Um, and like at high level play, like that game really opens the fuck up. Like I've got Hawkeye and Kate Bishop right now. I'm leveling them up, and like getting Hawkeye to that level was really infuriating. But now that he's there, um. I had that video where I walked up and just dropped his ultimate heroic in a room and everything just died. <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. The ultimate took care of everything for me. Um, it's very, very fun. Um, I hope it gets a second lease on life. I think it deserves it. But um, I also understand Guardians coming along and just making people look at it and go like, eh, I mean, why would I go back to that? So. Hmm. All right. Hunter, yeah, I guess you're good. next. Yeah. I... Hold on, I gotta pull up my list again. Uh, How my dare you. number four pick uh, it, uh, is a YouTuber. His name is Ashen Bun, and I've discovered this guy. Uh, he's a former Kotaku writer who used to do these crazy videos where he'd have these like insanely ver- verbose reviews about stuff like Katamari Damase and stuff. Um, and he's been doing this new thing. It's called. Uh, it's both a game developer and a um, YouTube channel. Where he he does long form reviews, and I watched this six hour long review of a dating oh simulator that is only is Japanese only. He he was like hinting that he might try to translate it, like that's a thing. Um, but it just he's just an incredible like like uh, well spoken person who does really insane thought reviews on video games, and generally I think. In terms of like video game reviewers, there's not a lot of people like Tim Rogers, um, who can write these long-winded, uh, basically word salad, but like still hmm. intervening reviews. Um, highly recommended if you have not seen. Um, I can piggyback off that and say like this is one of my formal picks, but like me discovering incognito mode a few weeks ago has been <laughs> a fucking revelation. Okay, like everyone, and I discovered like his video game explored series and like his old in the field stuff and like some of the live animation shit he does. Like that is a comedic voice on YouTube that I have ignored for far too long. Um, and all of his content is so fucking good. And like, there's a I, I told I think Arlen I said to you there's a mythology episode he does it's like thirty minutes long. And it's fucking hysterical. Um, they just go down and break down the whole myth of Orpheus, like in this super oh. fantastic, snappy, fucking British Australian way. It's so good. It's, it's amazing. 
But yeah, that's all I really had to say about Action Button. Go check him out. Right. Support him on Patreon. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eric has spoken. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Marlon, I guess you're up. Yeah, I guess. Uh, real quick, Connor, that was an official pick you just said before there, or was that a just oh, a kind of a, a that was honorable. me just piggybacking off of what he said? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> um. Okay, my next pick um, uh, is a a movie from later earlier this year. uh, As uh, things looked like they were going to be going back to normal, Um, (laughs) I don't really remember that like two week period where things were looking up. Um, uh, So, uh, (laughs) so my pick is uh, the Green Knight. Um, Oh, ooh, nice. uh, yeah, which I think it's in there. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just a, it's just one of the movies that I just like think of a lot. That that's oftentimes what makes something go on this list. Is am I still thinking about it? Is it still like staying in my mind in a very um, uh, in a lingering sense? And yeah, there's like so many moments from this movie just uh, really stuck with me. Uh, seeing Aaron Kenneman or Kellerman, uh, like maybe two weeks after um, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier closed, was interesting. She plays like a ghost in that movie, yeah. um, really creepy ghost. Um, yeah, and just like it, it's this is this has been an ongoing thing where people know that I have particular taste towards historical tinged things. Um, and this, like, it never made me angry at any point. Like, I was like, this is how you should do a King Arthur thing or a thing that's King Arthur adjacent. And, you know, and it it balanced fantasy and, like, trying to be, uh, verisimilitous, um, and also just, like, having a really compelling story, um, it's a very old story, um, but the way that it was done was just uh, exceptional. Um, yeah, I was I was yeah. happy actually with yeah. the changes they made to the original story. Like mm-hmm. they're very minor, but yeah, they were yeah. they were smart choices for what they were doing. Yeah, absolutely. It's just and yeah, and also like um, it's a it's a movie that uh, features uh, seminal fluids, which is Connor's favorite part. I bet. Yes. Uh, yeah, you get, you get to watch. The one thing I'm trying to get away from. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't see it happening per se, but yeah, you see uh, Lara Croft give uh, yeah. give that dude from Slumdog Millionaire a hand job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. It's a pretty yeah. surreal moment. The only yeah. problem I have with this Lara movie. Croft, do we mean Vikander or Jolie? Uh, Vikander. Okay. It would be great if it was okay, both of them, right. though. That would have been spectacular. Um, No, but the one thing I have to bring up when I talk about this movie, and I'll bring it up every time. um, (laughs) God damn it. Uh, This will be on my tombstone probably at some point. Um, A man sat right next to me in the theater. Directly (laughs) next to me. I'm never going to not be angry about this. He was almost as close to me as Alicia Vikander was to Dev Patel in the movie. Um, It was just like so awkward and i wanted to turn to this man and say have you never been to a movie before um 
I was I was so befuddled by this man sitting directly next to me in an almost empty theater. Hold on. What and, then the he said, and then he looked at you after the movie and he said, Hey, have you heard of the tablet? <laughs> that would you know what? I would have been alright with that. But he he was just like he, he he just like sat there after I had left. Um, because I think he knew it was awkward, and I hope that he sat in that awkwardness and let it burn him from the inside. Um, because I was just so, so pissed off. And now I have a, a policy. If I'm in an empty theater and somebody sits right next to me, I'm going to be the biggest asshole on the planet Earth about it. I am going no, to yell at this person. Photo of Jesus Christ. <laughs> that might work actually better. That might actually get me better results. Hey, yes, Take this. He just gets because I was, I, I can't even describe. And this was two weeks after I had gotten my final COVID shot, so I was in this place of like, do not sit Confidence. next to. Me. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that too. But also like, this is a thing that happened. AMC, and there was like a month period where it was really nice for this. They were still doing the blocked off seats for a while there. Oh, um, mm. Until Washington opened all the way up. Um, and, or it, until we entered phase one or four or whatever the phases were. Um, <laughs> oh, and, it hurts. And it was actually nice because nobody could sit directly next to you. And this was, I think, the first movie I went to where they weren't doing that thing and blocking the seats out. Um, and I was just like, <laughs> still like, like theaters yeah. mostly were closed, and when they reopened, they were being careful as they could be. But yeah. I don't like shortly after nice. things go back to semi-normal. <laughs> yeah, for that what short are you doing? window. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like it's continue just... to treat things as they were until everything is back to normal. Yeah, it was. No, they got to start over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I don't want to think about it. Mm -hmm. It's almost like we're approaching a lockdown that we should have had at the very beginning of all this. Yeah. yeah. Well, shut up. Walmart needs to be open. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I need to go to yeah. Applebee's. You don't understand. Exactly. Am I the? Am so I anyway, the I think we can go to. We can go to. Well, I was just going to ask, am I the only one, other one who has seen it, other than Arlen? Yeah, because, I haven't yeah, seen it yet. It's. I have not either. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. I'm assuming it's it's pretty it's, goddamn yeah. great. Like, it's pretty good. I think it's it's caught my be, attention. Um, it caught my attention when it was coming out because, like, visually, I was like, "What hmm. the fuck is this?" Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dead Patel is amazing, also, and uh, I had no idea that it was another adaptation of like I mentioned that so that movie, I was, which is like this man yeah. walks yeah. into a yeah this man walks into a uh, like some royal court and he's like someone just cuts his fucking head off and he's like, yeah. body, come yeah. to me. And I was like, what the fuck was that about? Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's the one thing. Like, I'm kind of glad they didn't end the movie the way they end the story. And that's all I'm going to say. Uh, it's, mm. it's, they, they don't give you the super happy ending. They just, they, they do a bait and switch and then, and then something else happens yeah. and that's it. But yeah, it's really good. And I would encourage both of you to see it as soon as you can. Like it's. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. I might do that in Excalibur in a little sitting. That would be an you interesting should. sitting. Yeah. Yeah. That will, that will be fascinating. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, you <laughs> yeah, see, uh, especially depending on which one you see first. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Well, I think one was heavily inspired by the other, so it actually might just work really, really well. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. Also, you get to see a, a fox vibe with some giants. So that was cool. yeah, man. That was, that was, yeah, oh, right. that's it's pretty great. Yeah, go. I also heavily recommend the people who are uh, enthusiasts of the bud that say, uh, "Yeah, to- you should toke up when you watch this movie." It's not my thing, it's but if that's your thing, girl. I think this okay, will work. Well. <laughs> what are you, one hundred and fifty years <laughs> old? Jesus, that Mary Jane. Maybe you're gonna smoke a duber while you're watching. Exactly. A jazz cigarette. cigarette. There you go. Um, All right. Well, before we we lose our minds again, I'll I'll go with my next one. Um, Mine was also a film from someone that uh, most of us are fans are of. um, Some of us haven't seen all of his movies yet, which should Mm. be rectified. Um, And they managed to pull off what I didn't think was possible. But Dune this year. Holy shit. Holy shit, that movie. Man, my list has been already tackled by pretty much everybody so far. So. That that movie had no right to be as good as it was, but it had every right to be as good as it was based on who the director was. Like that well, I that, and that actually movie having, came together so well. Having done the thing where we went back and like rewatched the original one, like mm-hmm. I'm so glad this movie exists now because like, man, that one is Hot garbage. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry. That movie sucks. Like that's that's the thing. Like I had just rewatched the David Lynch one, like probably a month before this one came out, and I forgot how many of the broad strokes David Lynch got right. But there's just there's such an odd tone, and not like an odd David Lynch tone. Just odd tone to the David Lynch version that makes it insufferable. And it's also one, got the Gumby shields. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The Roblox it's just shields. Hard. It's just hard to watch, too. Yeah. We brought it up yeah. a lot, but it's just not a fun experience. No, it's, well, like, it's also, it has this, like, it's almost like a speed racer effect where, like, a character will say something and then you'll be trapped with their thoughts for, like, 30 seconds and then they'll start talking again. Yep. And it's like, what, what, what are you doing here? Like, Paul Atreides... Like I said, like my most common memory of that movie after seeing it when I was really little, um, was just close-ups of of Kale McLaughlin going spice, like <laughs> the, the tooth, the poison tooth. Yeah, it's that's spice. the thing. Like, I mean, it's the Dune book is full of a lot of like exposition at times and internal monologues. So. It, I can't 100% blame Lynch for trying that, but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. Like they, the new one, they managed to get all of those ideas across without having you have a obviously like 20 something year old uh, Kyle McLaughlin saying, saying the things in his head. Like they just have mm-hmm. it happen and you get the story that needs to be told. And I kind of think it was a bad idea to not have the second film ready to go sooner because mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> things aren't looking mm-hmm. so hot right now and it kind of makes me wonder when we're going to see that second film i know the first one did well but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna be a minute shaky ground yeah and yeah uh, yeah we'll see um I, I i'm just i'm just so happy that mm-hmm. it worked um and there was like a yes there was a weird um, nervousness I had. I love every Denny movie that I've seen, even the ones that I don't like as much. Yeah, I love Dennis. I, I still love, you know, I, I I don't love Enemy, but I think everybody should see Enemy at least once in their life. I, um, nope. 
Just no, like, come, no, on, no. come on, just come on. Everybody needs that experience. I, I was uh, quite, quite good. <laughs> come on, Hunter. Come on. Um, but no, well, like, come on. What's terrified? <laughs> yes, uh, yes. <laughs> Perhaps, but no, like the last, uh, the Blade Runner twenty forty nine. One of my favorite movies mm-hmm. of this century that we're currently in um and just period um didn't do very well um no, it didn't. a lot of his movies nope. don't do super well no. it's like the rival they and rev- Sicario are yeah, like they the two review biggest. amazingly yeah. they mm-hmm. review amazingly but even then like did a rival really do that well or did it just do well for one of his movies yeah exactly it's just like relative and also I don't completely attribute the rival success to this, but it came out a week after the uh, Agent Orange won. Um, uh, and I think that played a big part in like people going to see that movie. And the fact that it has like this very hopeful, warm ending really did mm-hmm. something for a lot of yeah. us in that moment who were feeling feelings really hard. Um, and I attribute that to a lot of the movies that people... Um, really loved in that year. I obviously still wouldn't change my opinion on the movie Moonlight, but I think a lot of the response to that movie came from the fact that people were feeling attacked by forces in in the world at that time. And the, the love for that movie was uh, amplified. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and uh, yeah, Eric, like Dune would have been on my list if I felt... Like, it was really hard for me to choose between Green Knight and Dune, and which one I felt was more our shit. Um, and I just had to go with the one that was more my thing. Um, yeah, I totally get that. So, yeah. yeah. I totally get that. Honestly, I forgot Green Knight came out. Like, I, I own it. I yeah. enjoy it. Like, I bought it digitally. But, yeah, it's just these last two years have been so combined, and I've lost track of time on like yeah. wait how is it how is it now like when did i see that was that yesterday was that six months ago i yeah, don't I know anymore things like today mm-hmm. i was like so what's this list gonna be and like i kept going to things that came out last year like i'm and going like there's no way that came out last year like that's impossible yeah yeah yep yeah. it's great it's great we live in a hellscape mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. Our country is a dildo fucking dumpster <laughs> that's on fire <laughs> Christ. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 me. Dune was was so much better than I could have hoped it was going to be because I same thing, Arlen. I was very nervous about this movie. Like I was waiting for it to be like, well, that was great. We got to part one at least, and that was going to be it. Yeah, because man. it it did yeah. shockingly well because of being on HBO Max. Yeah, I expected. Um, here here's what I expected. A big version of the response to the witch. That that's yes. what I expected. Yep. You know, yep. the, witch, the witch. One of my favorite movies, but like the response to that movie from like half the people who see it is, it's not scary, and yeah. I don't understand what any of the people are saying. Yeah. Um, and I expected yeah, it to be that times a million. Just like, you know, entire Facebook groups full of people who are like, I didn't understand what was going on, and. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying oh, that it didn't I'm exist. I'm sure you can find them. Yeah. 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 But more people were like willing to go on the ride and just like not be dumb or like, yeah. like try, like put effort in. Yeah, <laughs> um, see where it was actually going to go. Yeah. 
yeah, and I, I really appreciated that about that about the the way that that movie was taken in. So yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, I think the I to its credit, I think the barrier of entry was removed by having it on HBO Max. Yes. Because I, I yeah, I I didn't get to see it in IMAX because my local IMAX theater played it for like two weeks and then was like, all right, we've got other things we want to show. I'm, so I'm glad you brought that up, Eric. Uh, the the IMAX or the uh, HBO Max part. Um, I know of multiple people who I was in the theater with who I heard in the background saying they had already seen it. And it's mm-hmm. the first time that I can think of where that was the story for all the movies that did the HBO Max release, which has been controversial throughout yeah. the entire year and never stopped being controversial. For dumb uh, reasons. Yeah. Yes. And it, it's a clear, to me, it's a clear answer to why the people who were like, this is the end of movies, or the, you know, um, sure. one of the things, why those people are wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad. Because I, yeah. I think. Giving people options in the perfect situation can only be good. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it worked okay. out in a not perfect situation extremely well, I've argued. Yeah, so. I wanted I wanted to go throw money at it and I couldn't because it wasn't playing at mm-hmm. IMAX anymore. So but yeah, Dune phenomenal. Um Connor, you're up. Whatever yes. you have left of your list. This is this is yeah, this is my last one. So in the this one had a journey, um, and before it came out, I was like, I'm very curious to see it, although his body of work is very checkered, and we kind of established that he can really shit the bed when the time comes. That being said, Zack Snyder's, <laughs> Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League is easily my favorite movie of the year, and that surprises me, as I'm sure it surprises other people, but like, I have gone back and watched that movie probably a dozen times this year. I fall asleep to it. Um, I know that it doesn't really gel with what some people have in their heads for like a DC universe, but the more I watch it, I'm like, this is mm. one of the most sincere, well-intended, like just really wrapping itself in this universe, DC, DC movies I've ever seen. And I mm. really appreciate the shit out of it. And like a lot of it hits harder than it did the first time. Out. Like, I'm sorry, but like, when Superman comes in to kick the shit out of the fucking uh, Steppenwolf at the end, I cheer every single fucking time because he doesn't just wallop Steppenwolf in a cup. He, ex- he, it's an extended bullying session of Steppenwolf. So good. Yeah. Um, Somehow that movie could be the bullying of Steppenwolf. The, yeah. Just um, and like, I, I didn't think that there was much to salvage from, you know, the studio cut of Justice League. And then like, seeing how much was cut out of this and how much of it worked and like the stuff that doesn't like it you can get rid of it it doesn't change anything but like the stuff that did work was so good and there was so much of it like cyborg um all the the little interactions between the little team members like alfred and diana making the fucking tea together um bruce saying like you know i'm doing things based off of faith um Steppenwolf being a genuinely terrifying villain as opposed to someone who's just going, my mother boxes, um, which is why I think the the massive and like violence party that he gets put on him at the end is very necessary because he spends all that whole movie massacring Atlanteans and Amazonians. And the two people who give it to him the worst are Diana and, uh, and, and Arthur. And that's very appropriate. Um, I think it's uncharacteristically sweet for a Zack Snyder movie. Um, 
I think it's one of the most spectacular versions of Batman we've had in a long time. I think it's a gorgeous movie to look at. I watched it in 4K. Holy shit. Um, I think it's, you know, I, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but like, I think it's a really fantastic and mesmerizing vision of what these movies can be. Cause he didn't just make a comic book movie. He made like a, it's a fantasy movie. It's an epic. It's also a comic book movie, but like it's, it's really endearing to see a director get an opportunity to go absolutely balls to the fucking wall with every trick he has and watch most of them work. Um, and it's, I think it's just a special little movie. I went out and bought it on Blu-ray. Like I don't buy movies anymore. I bought this movie on Blu-ray, um, <laughs> which is funny because I can stream it in 4k on my fucking Xbox and looks even better. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's really, really good. And I'm really like, I'm sad it's not going on, but like, if this is how this whole pocket universe ends, I'm fine with it. Like it's so, I think it's stunning. And I think it kind of, I think to me, it rewrote how I see Zack Snyder. Cause I kind of thought he was like this, you know, very, I've seen his tricks and I've seen them fail. In this case, like I was like, you use old tricks, but you use them so differently. And then you went like in directions I didn't expect him to go. And he really floored me as a filmmaker that and like, again the situation around it like just begs for empathy and sympathy and like he's just kind of come out of that as like a person i really admire so yeah i i really liked it um i'm not gonna go into all the bullshit with how warner brothers handled his daughter dying all that that's we've talked about that ad nauseum at this point my biggest thing is where is the Zack snyder who made this movie back when he was doing man of steel and yeah, Batman versus well, Superman. Where was mm-hmm. this guy who showed that he had all of these amazing plans for things going forward? Like, I wonder if he just didn't at the time. He just didn't kind of understand what he had. I think yeah. his perspective has had some yeah. radical changes to it. And like, yeah. I mm-hmm. like I think he, he was working on this movie before you know uh, his daughter passed away, but like maybe some things did change half, you know, when that happened. Um, sure. Maybe his, the people, maybe he saw the reaction to man of steel and Batman Superman was like, maybe my outlook is damaging, you know, how mm-hmm. people are seeing these movies and maybe I should change things. He seems like a, just, a, he seems like a lovable geek who really gets super enthusiastic about his work and sometimes bites off more than he can chew. Um, I mean, like, where was this guy for fucking Guardians of Ghoul? Like, <laughs> well, that's that's very different than, yeah. than the flagship franchise that is supposed to be going up against yeah. right. Marvel's but like, billion but, dollar. Yeah, like when you item. when I and it did it doesn't make Batman vs Superman a better movie, but it makes it a more interesting one. I think it makes it easier to watch because you can see the things right. he's trying to do. However, like the execution in BBS is just so wildly different and yeah. just so bad it's um, the civil war effect uh, yeah know, yeah you know, and then just... like in justice league like all these seeds he planted are paid off so well i'm like man like you you did have this grand idea and like it sucks that you will never get to finish it but like it is cool to see someone take this stuff and just not like i love the mcu but the mcu mm-hmm. is very formulaic and they they do yep. what works and snyder was like yeah. fuck it i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want with these characters and just mm-hmm. go as crazy as i can and like introduce all this other shit and like you know have a have a batman who's so moody who gets to be so likable um 
he he perpetuated the let's make Aquaman cool again movement, I guess. Um, uh, like it's hmm. his his idea of the Amazons is great. Like, I'm sorry, that one line where Steppenwolf says, um, uh, I've come to was I think it's to uh, to bathe in your blood and bask in your fear. And the Amazons are like, yeah, show them your fear. And they just start kicking the shit. Out of them. <laughs> so yeah. good. Um, yeah. I just think it's really interesting to have like that level of commitment and like a fucking a four hour epic for a comic book movie. I think it's just wild and I love it. Um, and I don't think we're ever going to see something like that again. So I kind of, it's, I, I treasure it to this day and I think it's going to be, it, it's easily one of my favorite movies ever made so far. Um, and I'm gonna, I will probably revisit a lot, the same way I revisit like Fury Road and, and Grand Budapest Hotel. So, yeah, yeah, I, um, I mean, I, I didn't love it as much as you did, but I mean, you are more of a DC fan than yeah. you are a Marvel fan, mm-hmm. so that automatically has some bearing on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like, like the fucking the speed of force scene where Barry hits the speed force, I was like. <sighs> Like every fucking yeah. muscle in my body tensed up. I was like, this is it. I'm going to fucking see it. This is the, 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 the fucking speed force in the big screen. And like, yeah, the blue lightning bothers me, but like that was perfect. That whole sequence mm. is mesmerizing. Um, yeah, it's. Oh, go ahead, Arlen. I was going to. I was. I have complex feelings on that movie still. Um, I, yeah. I agree a lot with a lot of what all of you have said already. Um, uh, you know, for me, that movie was the biggest indictment and defense of Zack Snyder simultaneously, mm-hmm. um, you know, and his position as an artist and what him as an artist means really shifted in my head. And I had to reexamine a lot of my previous uh, opinions and biases about him. Um, and I had to really like, look at things, uh, things that I had thought before skeptically Um well, at the same time, I ha- I was found that a lot of my assumptions were exactly correct, and that's that's always an interesting experience um, t- to me, um, you know. And it doesn't come around very often, where you suddenly have to look at everything that you've ever thought about somebody differently. You just have to shift all of it. Uh, suddenly, this person is a new person to you because of something that they make. Um, uh, and that was that was an interesting experience in itself. Um, and there are aspects of that movie where I was like, where I do agree, like, yeah, where was this Zack Snyder yeah. uh, during Man of Steel? And was this Zack Snyder there? And he was just cut out by studio executives who were pursuing That's a good point. something else. Um, and I, it's just an interesting thing. And I, I'm glad that it exists for that reason that we get mm-hmm. to really, um, you know, the challenging of assumptions that that was something that I really appreciate. And I'm um, also glad it exists because like we said it in the, the review we did for the Snyder cut, like it's not every day. In fact, it's rare. It rarely ever happens. Does an artist get to walk away with a W over a studio? Like he, yeah. Without having to do too much, Zack Snyder walked in, got his movie made, got to walk out, and like he walked away essentially smelling like roses. And WB looks like a bunch of incompetent shit <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> through and throughout. Like, and I was watching this um 
this guy, I can't remember what his position is, but his name's Chris Gore, and he's like a, um, I think he's a screenwriter, mm. and he's got a lot of, he does movie like commentary in the film industry, and he's like, and he said, he said something similar to what you did. He's like, Zack Snyder's Justice League is one of the biggest indictments on how much of a fucking stooge show Warner Brothers is. Like, like the, he's like, how did you look at that and then bring in Joss Whedon and just just release this abominable film in the theaters and go, yeah, good enough. We did it. We 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 won this one. And then like at the end of the day, they had to spend 70 more million dollars to get this one finished. And like when you could have just not spent that money and just let him finish it the first time. And knowing now what we know about that movie, like would it have been all that bad to maybe cut this down to three hours, three and a half hours and release it and write off the, what I would assume would be positivity on. And maybe this universe could have been continuing and maybe you wouldn't have to be scrambling to, to once again, compete with your, you know, your contemporaries. Like there was such an easier way to do this, and Warner Brothers chose the hardest path possible, yeah. and it still blows my mind. Yeah, we, we don't. Yeah, we don't have to go down the entire yeah. road yeah. because we've discussed this many times. Yeah. But I will say, um, I would have had problems with it because I'm such a big Aquaman fan. Now. Um, I would have had real problems with the way that they handle Atlanteans in that movie. Um, but yeah, it's just it's an interesting what if, um, and. Uh, yeah, and I do yeah. like it as like this little pocket universe where it's almost like it. It is to me. It is like it's the yeah. best version of the injustice tone, where it is kind of darker and is a little meaner, but like it also it's right. not as it's not as edgy and it's not as fucking you know immature. Um, because I think <laughs> the longer injustice goes, it's it's I think it's the worst branded DC thing going. I mean, um, this is me throwing Zach a big compliment. I don't think he could be as immature. <laughs> as, <laughs> I don't think I don't think he could be as like just uh, just wrong. How how, like, how shitty is your product when like you, when a hypothetical Zack Snyder goes like, "What are you fucking doing?" Ew. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like ugh. um and. On that note, you know, like, I never was against the idea of Zack Snyder doing DC things. I still do think that it was not a good idea for this to be the mainline DC thing. If he yep. had just made movies that were meant to be a mirror universe, like yeah. what they're doing with the Batman, um, which is why I really like that they're doing that with the Batman, where they're saying out front, this is not the main Batman. This is not... Um, the guy who's going to be showing up in a possible future Justice League, this is his own thing. If yeah. they had done that from the beginning, I think everybody's opinions would be Well, bad. this is this new Batman is also Warner Brothers running back to what works, which is <laughs> not a unified universe. Just, hey, here's a one-off. Hey, here's another one-off that yep. might be connected, but we're not going to say for sure. I mean, they could, have, like, they could do that and eventually have a Justice League and be like, hey, like here's yeah. a one-time... And they can, and they can, they can change their mind tomorrow. But there's a degree of honesty that I actually have to thank uh, your pick here, Connor, for I think inspiring. I don't think the Batman is being sold as an Earth Two movie, no. eighteen months out from release, um, if not for Zack Snyder's Justice League. So if anything, I, I'm glad that it inspired honesty in the people that make these movies um, and awareness. Well, yeah. It's, it's a, like they, they consistently downplayed it. So it never, it was never going to happen. We're not going to do it. And then like, you know, 
they do it and then the reaction is probably not at all what they expected and they got you know not only did snyder get a win over them but like movie going you know audience members essentially got to look at them and just laugh at them be like wow like what the fuck do you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> we yeah. we understand this better than you do so they had to like you know concede to the arguments being laid against them and now they just you know they've had they i don't think they have a choice but to be honest because like <laughs> now the smoke screen is fucking you know we've seen through it we've seen what sh- charlatans they are and how bad well, yeah. they fail well, also oh. the also Discovery Plus is going to release a documentary series yeah. uh, about future DC movies. Uh, and see all the drama. Yeah, yep. Zach Baggins and Eli Roth will be there. Um, on that note, yeah, uh, Hunter, we should go to your yeah. next Hunter. Um, your uh, your next choice, I believe. My number three choice is No Way Home. Because all right, I didn't well, want to put on the list because like it's I can't. Yeah, condense I, my thoughts into a into a. I, I don't want to. This is something I don't want to spoil because I, I feel like there's still people who haven't seen it. Um, yeah, it is. This is like uh, the culmination of what I didn't realize that what what the MCU was doing with Spider Man until I saw yep. No Way Home, and yep. this is probably I'm I'm just gonna say it's the best Spider Man movie. Like it's. It is so good and it nails everything it tries to do. It's just a but, fantastic film. But That's it. Tom Tom Holland isn't 38 and having back problems. Oh, well, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, he didn't fully pull anyone on the side of side ass rules. It wasn't, it wasn't directed <laughs> by Sam Raimi and and he didn't kill a Mexican man by jabbing a knitting needle through their eye. Um, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. No, I, just, I, just made, I just made that up. I just like making things up about Toby Maguire. Right, no, I don't think he cried when he died. What a pussy. Uh. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's amazing to me that I didn't realize after seeing this movie that the way they were going about this, and this isn't a spoiler, yep. but they were, they were telling the origin story of Spider-Man through three movies. Yeah. Yep. It it works so fucking well. It works so well. Like it's there mm-hmm. isn't a moment in that movie that I wasn't entertained. Like, and I knew what most of the major plot points were too because the fucking internet is stupid and it spoils mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Um, but it didn't matter. I was still so happy to see the things that I got to see on screen. And, yep. And it's. <laughs> Minor spoiler: If you follow movie news at all, it's not a shock that that Garfield and Tobey Maguire are in it. I was shocked how much I liked Garfield's Spider-Man in this movie, which shows yep. that he just did not get a fair shake. It it's, was Garfield was never the problem; it's the movies he's in. Yes, yeah, and like, and even even the movies he's in, like the the stuff he's directly involved with, he elevates. Um, yeah. Yep. The scene where Gwen dies well, is gut wrenching. Um, there are a couple of moments. There are a couple of moments that I think even he would want struck from the record, um, yep. like him uh, hanging off that bar by the by the by the by the Hudson River, um, uh, and him talking about web design. But I agree. Like there are moments in those movies where he is doing such a great job. I don't think him and Emma have aged that well. They're weird cutesy relationship um but they are doing yeah. they're acting their asses off in those movies despite them being not good scripts in, in those movies <laughs> yeah. also uh, yeah. i think toby Maguire was 
remarkably likable. Yeah. Um, and the there's one particular scene at the end where he p- pulled no, a that's, visceral that's reaction out of me. Yeah, like yeah. I yeah. does something towards the end where I was like, that was the mo- that was the best call creatively, and it mm-hmm. almost brought a tear to my eye. Um, yeah. however, to me, the MVP of that fucking movie is Willem Dafoe. Holy yes. shit. Yes. Yeah. Is he on absolute fucking fire? Also, it seems like the Green Goblin's been studying pro wrestling. So Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He does multiple yeah. suplexes in that movie. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's spine he's busters. Minor spoiler. He spine busters Tom Holland through three apartment floors. Okay. He does. <laughs> it's so fucking sick. It's amazing. He's up and slams him like the rock. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of to, to the people that are like, the MCU is all the same. Blah, blah, blah. It's the kind of superhero fighting that I don't think we've seen in like 20 no. years. We haven't. We haven't. Like, like no. even, even... Blade 2. And it, when you go back and watch Blade 2, you're like, Oh, they would never have Blade break his own arm <laughs> and then punch a man in in a new Blade movie. It's it's the kind of stuff that you just don't see anymore. I was very happy. It is the most Even... visceral fighting I've seen in an MCU movie after yep. Civil War. Like, like and that's the that's the thing. Like I would say Civil War and Winter Soldier were the most quote unquote violent MCU films we've had. And mm-hmm. this one is just like I just hold my beer. It comes close. <laughs> yeah, this like, one is like I mean, this one has multiple yeah. shots of just like someone just waylaying on somebody, and like yeah. And, but the mm-hmm. funny thing is, like the person getting waylaid on is just laughing it off. Yeah. I, I mean, on this note, the best Spider-Man combat I've ever seen in any movie. Like his his yeah. combat. Yep. If I just all Spider-Man things that have ever existed, like the best combat for me before this was the games. Like that was the yeah. thing that nailed it the best. Hey, where it's, it's the acrobatic nature and the it's the fighting and yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, there's yeah. literally like whole things from the game in the movie too, which is amazing. Yeah. Oh wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. It just, yeah. Well, um, Tom Tom talked about how much he wanted things from the game in the movie. He was yes. he was like yeah. Yeah, he wanted poses and like moments from like well, Peter like, from the game and stuff. My, yeah. Minor, minor spoiler: like Feast is in the game and in the movie. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, it's they they do the lift thing, things wholesale. That yeah. that that third suit with the micro um, bot like spider. That's very close to the white spider. Uh, yeah. Suit. Uh, yeah, very very close. Um, so yeah. 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 yeah no good good call hunter that was that movie yeah i still want to go see it again like that's how much i like it but i'm not gonna get to at this point so yeah i think the only reason it's not on my list is i just think it's too soon you know yeah it was kind of my just, reasoning too yeah 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 i need to sit with it a little bit but it's a very good pick extremely yeah. good pick so yeah arlen your choice uh, this is the once a year where I force you guys to uh, grapple with my music taste. I'm gonna go get something. To uh, do. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see you guys later. I'm gonna take a quick power nap. <laughs> no, I, I I'll just say this. I'll I'll just say this thing, and we can move on. Um, no. Um, this is a returning person, actually. Uh, Michelle Zahner was a uh, the music thing that I picked last year, and uh, she released a new full album. Uh, from a Japanese breakfast. Um, it was a fantastic album. I've listened to it many, many, many times uh, over the year. I saw her live in concert. Uh, Whoa! Uh, 
in Seattle. Um, yeah, because I, was uh, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do this. Oh yeah, yeah. I went to the. I, I went over there and I was like, I'm gonna make this city mine. <laughs> uh, no, I mostly stayed in a hotel room for a majority of the time uh, because as I got once I got there, I I think or no, like the night before going there, Delta was really starting to pick up, um, and it was becoming a thing, and I was like. Well, it's too fucking late now to do anything about this, so I guess I'm going. Um, so yeah, like uh, I, I went and I had a great time, uh, and I anticipated not being able to go to any concerts or do anything else that fun or interesting for the next uh, two years. Uh, let's say, let's say, just say two years, just to be safe. Um, so yeah, that's that's my pick. And guess what? You're uh, right. <laughs> yeah yeah and if you, if you listen to any of uh michelle's honor stuff uh um great uh if you don't that's fine i i, I acknowledge that i have very strange i really specific... thought you're gonna be like if not we'll fuck off <laughs> well also that too i don't care i i am who i am so yeah anyway okay. uh, uh I, I guess it's i guess it's me um I know two of my choices are going to wipe out one of yours, Arlen, and one of yours, Hunters. Um, oh. I'm going to go with uh, Midnight Mass. Mikey, yeah. Mikey Flanagan cannot do wrong. Like, he is it's... he is batting a thousand for me at this point. Like, he I don't... There's, there's nothing I've seen from this man that I haven't enjoyed thoroughly. And all of the choices for actors in this show were mm. perfect were perfect like yep. un unbelievably perfect choices it, it you know it started off slow and then once you got to the twist you're like oh fuck oh yeah. fuck yeah mm -hmm. when you get and, to that vote and uh... well and it's i'm whatever the the show came out when I mean, early part of this year was it October? I think it was uh, yeah, October. Like September 29th. Actually, I was funny story. I was watching the show the night of and the night before that concert that I went to. It was oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, so whatever. I'm not the twist. It doesn't matter. People either know or they're not going to watch. It, I mean, but... it's, in hindsight, the twist is kind of obvious. It is. <laughs> it is. But. I didn't know. Like, I wasn't sure well, if this was just going to be an indictment of the Catholic faith, which it kind of right. was. But also, it was just he doesn't do bad. monster stuff. He does ghosts for right. the most part. Yeah. Um, Rightfully so. so. It is an indictment. Yeah. You like, know, but I, you know. I feel like this was his, like, hey, I want to do Salem's Lot. And this right. is what I would do if I could do it. Yeah. And, and he yeah. did it. And it's arguably better. And it's so yeah. much better than any version of Salem's Lot we've ever gotten. Like, mm -hmm. I just, it's I, how, I, is, how is he so good? Like, how is I, he this I good? Like, I I love yeah. Rahul Kohli in this show. I think mm -hmm. he's great. Uh, he's so good. He's amazing. Uh, 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 and yeah, Miss I want to do to that sheriff, and I'm a straight man. Oh my god, pussy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, oh, that, what was it? The the fourth episode was the one where um God, who is who is the who you thought was the lead character, and he goes and tells her the story oh, of yes, Riley. Yeah, Riley. yeah, the episode where Riley is on the boat 
like the end of that episode was mind-blowing it was it was almost like how i felt after watching some episodes of black mirror where i just had to oh, yeah. sit there for a little while and be like mm-hmm. uh yeah i had to turn the tv off i had to like I, yeah yeah i think i took a break i was like okay yeah I'm gonna pick it up tomorrow yeah. Yeah, that was that was the last episode my wife and I watched for a night. We we're like, yeah, we're we're done. Like that's that that, <sighs> and it's, that is honestly and like such a Go moment of the year in t- television for me is him in the boat. Like that's yes. crazy. Yes, and, and that's such a that's such a heavy episode too. It's yes. it's right after the baby and a bunch of other stuff and mm-hmm. yeah, and just the way it ends with her screaming during the credits. Yeah. Like yeah. nothing, just her, just pull. Oh. Yep. But also at the same time, there are so many moments early in the show where they really, they endear you to these people, even the people yep. that you hate. Oh, um, the, the, uh, Beverly Keen is the, word, the most clear person in television. Yes. yes. She's so, uh, she's so evil in the best possible way because they they ride the line of like we all know one of these people we've all had one of these people in our lives um at some point or another or currently um and it's just so so perfect um and then you have you have like her scene where um raul is doing he's doing his best to like explain his history and his backstory and like mm-hmm. or to, like to defend the muslim faith to her and uh, there are these moments where i want to reach to the screen and like choke the life out of this woman yeah. um <laughs> yeah it's uh, yeah fantastic show uh, i'm eric yeah midnight mass is it's on my list and it's 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 one of the best shows of the yep. year. Um, yes. And it, I think it might be Mikey's best. Um, it was, it, it, it was Hill House it, and um, uh, Hush for a long time for me. It was between those two things. And this is, what about, this is high up there. What about Hunter's favorite Oculus? I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I still, oh, comment. I still think I love Dr. Sleep. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so fucking yeah, good. The Midnight Mass. Director's Cut, specifically. Yes. Director's Cut. Just yeah. because it threads that needle of, like mm-hmm. I've said multiple times, of being true to the most part to the book and also yeah. being a sequel to the to the, 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 the God, Kubrick film. Like, yeah, that, that, it's it, also very, honestly, it's very King fan service which yep. I know, yep. you know, we've, we we've talked at length about Dick Holleran saying "ka" and how fucking insane that mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like uh, yeah. But but yeah, Midnight Mass, like of his shows, is the one that resonated with me the most. Yeah, like because mm-hmm. I, so I bounced funny. I bounced off Bly Manor and Hill House sure. was great, but yeah, this was on a completely different level. And this is this is my favorite, Mike Flanagan, yeah. also. Um, yeah. I can't wait for the uh, Fall of House Slasher. That's going to yes. be great. That'd be great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, and Raul's coming back. I'm, I'm glad that he's building this, like, cavalcade of people that just keep mm-hmm. coming back to his things. And they just keep on growing into a better list. I really yeah. hope Hamill is going to be part of the list going forward. Yes. After, yeah. Because... Um, 
Ah, it's so, so perfect. Um, and I think he's an actor who, he deserves to have a big, long speech. Like, he, <laughs> I feel like he, yeah, he's a point. He yeah. deserves to be in something other than as Mark Hamill. Or, 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 Skywalker. A, or a goofy, like, character. Right. Like, he hasn't had a or serious, the Joker. yes. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. had a serious hey, dramatic role that is outside of those weird wheelhouses, and that's it. Like yeah. that's all he's done. So, yeah, I would I would love to see Hamill actually get something meaty, just like how Elliot from ET has been a now cast favorite for uh, Flanagan. Henry yeah. Thomas, Henry. Yes, yes, Elliot and, and Henry Zabrowski. Henry, uh, Henry Zabrowski. Yeah. Um. Well, Connor, your list we uh, we annihilated. Correct with all our choices. Yes, you did. Yes, but. Okay. We do still have the honorable mention, or not the honorable, like, but like yeah. the thing from past years. Connor, if you have one, if you don't, that's fine. But that's I, I don't. I also am just steadily running out of steam because I've been I work, I've been yeah, at work at seven seven fifteen in the morning and <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. run through this so Connor won't die. Uh, so Midnight Mass is my number two. So I'll just go to my straight to my number one, and it's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. It's it is. Every, like I was excited for this game when it was announced, and it came out and exceeded my expectations. Uh, uh, out of nowhere, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I. I it, this is the same team that did. But Hunter, Duke, he Jack. has bad hair. Yeah. Well, those people can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the Deusex team. The those I can never pronounce the name. Deus. Deus. Deus X. X. Deus Ex game developers, games that I love, and like mm-hmm. uh, they haven't missed a step since Deus Ex at all. They've they made this really good kind of Mass Effect light thing that's super linear, and it, it's just the writing and everything is so good about this game. I just really love it. There are so many heartfelt moments that I was not expecting to get. Like yeah. very very specifically Drax and Peter at nowhere when they're yep. talking, like holy fuck. Like and the fact that the end of the game like touches back on moments that you had with characters or maybe didn't yep. so you won't get it. Like like honestly when Drax's end credit whatnot came up, like it it made me choke up a little bit because it was yeah. it was so well done. It's just, yeah, everything about that game was so well done. Like, yeah, the combat can be a little samey in places, but... But I, I feel like the combat is kind of like, you're it's just chicken tenders that you're dipping in sauce. Like, the story yep. is so good, you don't care. It's just, it's probably one yep. of the best written games all year. Chicken yeah. Chicken well, I'm guessing, Arlen, you haven't played it at all yet. Oh no, I I've I've started it. Um okay. I just haven't had time to get back to it. Um, okay. And Connor, I, I you have, haven't played yeah. it at all. I haven't touched it yet. Okay. Yeah, because then I don't want to talk about some of the stuff that happens later because Yeah, I don't there's... wanna there there's heavy spoilers that like you yes. I can't tell you about things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things that happen that you're like, holy shit, they're actually doing this. That you don't wanna know about. Um <laughs> it. It, it it really does a really good job as well as like not be it it's not the MCU. It's just like yeah. it is it is they love the Guardians of the Galaxy and they made that team. It's a love letter to that team and it works so well. 
of yeah. all like the obscure characters that show up or like uh, a lot of like the costumes are really good. It's just like mm-hmm. it did so well. I, I yeah. can't believe they did made this game the way it is. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe there's people who hate it. I'm like, really? Like, do we play the same game? Like, yeah, I don't get I don't get that even from what I've played of it. Like the the characters are really compelling so far. The the gameplay is not it it's not the kind of gameplay that I would consider frustrating after a certain point, you it, know. It's uh, pretty easy. Like it's not a different yeah. game. No. Yeah, no. I mean there are Assassin's Creed games that have made me furious in the past. So I don't <laughs> think there are people <laughs> who are like this is this is unplayable or whatever. Or I want to climb the like, fucking wall. Hey, you climb the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean to stab the air. I was trying to stab that guy. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> I pressed the focus button and everything. Uh, anyways, uh, back to your guardians pick. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's a game where I feel like people are kind of a little. It's, it's similar to Avengers, but I feel like more in the sense of like this is a game that people are refusing to like play that I feel like they should play. Yeah. I think, I think Avengers left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths and they don't understand that not every game is going to be the same thing coming out. Like it's Disney has made a whole lot of different deals with a whole lot of different producers and publishers. So you're going to have different gameplay with everything. The fact fact that uh, Lucas arts is back is like, Mm -hmm. that's a, like that in itself is such a sign of good faith that anyone who complains, I'm like, I don't know what you people want. Like, yeah, they're trying, and it's great. Oh, you, mean, you mean you mean like the people that are complaining about the book of Boba Fett about it being too oh, uh, too fanservice, too fanservice, yeah. but these the are the Star, same people Star that Wars, the Star the Wars same, show about Boba Fett. Yeah, the same the same people that complained about all the new stuff not being as good as the originals. Like, what do you want? What do you want? What are, what are we talking about anymore? What do you What do you people want? There's nothing that will ever make you happy. They don't know what they want. No, they don't. No, they don't. Because they'll complain. Because they'll complain about a movie not being enough, like Star Wars, one day, and then they'll complain that it's too much like Star Wars the next day, and it's yep. just. Yep. Yep. And then and then they'll dox female reviewers because they thought <laughs> last was too woke. Um, anyways, Arlen, I guess we'll go we'll go on to your choice. Um. Yeah. So we're in the. Uh, the final two should just be you and I. Uh, yeah, well, actually, I, so Midnight Mass was on my list, like you said. So I'm just on my last one. Yeah, um, I've got is, one last one, too. So, uh, Which is, uh, actually, what is your so far? I've been taking notes. I want to make um, sure that I had, correct. I had Dune, Midnight Mass, uh, Game Pass, and... Uh, oh, that's three... Fuck! I can't remember what because I've been erasing mine. Just roll a d twenty. No, that no, wasn't me. I, I've been I've been laying on the floor of my microphone and that just fell out of my microphone. <laughs> I have no idea what that was. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. Whatever. It's no big deal. We'll figure it out. Um. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead, Arlen. Um. So this is my uh thing that didn't come out strictly this year. A thing that's older. And actually, Eric directed me to this and i've had a i had a couple things that were here but i i I listened to this show probably as much as any other podcast i listened to this year um it's the magnus archives um Mm -hmm. i've been talking about it in the various chats i I think i uh lapped eric quite a bit yeah Uh, i I haven't listened to it in a long time 
Yeah, I'm in the final season of the show now. Um, and wow. uh, things uh, things go some places. Um, it's and I'll I'll do a little sell just because it's not. I don't think it's nearly as well known as any of the other things on my list. Um, it's very control um, SCP mm. Foundation adjacent uh podcast uh sort of 20 just under 20 minutes to just almost 30 minutes uh mm-hmm. stories um creepy stories about weird stuff going on um with a, an overarching lore throughout all the episodes that develops more and more as the show goes on um and at, at its best it's just some like really creepy shit um and the overarching arcs also are really good and really compelling um and the characters that you get to know um are developed in very interesting ways uh that i really really enjoyed um and yeah it's just a very good short little podcast um it's great as like a i have 20 minutes before I'm home and I need to listen to something, so I just throw it I on. Need this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just really, really creepy in parts. There yes. were um I had to take a little bit of a break because I was working in a different situation where I was in a lot of basements <laughs> and in a lot of liminal spaces where there weren't many people, and it's not a good show. <laughs> it's not a good show for if you're working a job where you're just alone most of the time. You know, I will um, piggyback off this and say, like, <laughs> this was the year that I took the biggest dive into the SCP Foundation. Like, mm. I found multiple YouTube channels that cover it and, like, lots of different stuff like that and, like, animations and stuff. And um, Internet Historian, the incognito mode, had a take mm. where he's like, he's like, I think the SCP Foundation is, like, the best fiction by committee, um, mm. like, collective of, you know, written fiction since the Bible. And I was like, <laughs> um, I can't argue with that. <laughs> I think it yeah, it's it's interesting like all all three things that and uh, control which I'm realizing control was on my list last year, which is <laughs> which is nice. A nice little bit of uh, synchronicity there like they tap into something very universal. Um and the the highest points of these things is these moments where you just like feel this overwhelming creepiness possibly related to things that you've actually experienced um uh and, and yeah it's just it's just a very transcendent feeling um and and i don't i i watch and ingest a lot of horror um and this scared me more than any movies i saw this year for the most part mm-hmm. um you know Seder got me in a couple moments this year uh, and there are a couple other movies like you know that I'm not thinking of right now, um, but this there 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 were times listening to the show where I was genuinely creeped the creeped the hell out. So yeah. Well, two yeah. things. One, the fact that that guy was pretty much doing it all on his own. Yes. Like like that's that is stunning with the production values on that show. Um, but mm-hmm. to slightly piggyback off this, another uh, show that I'd listened to for a bit, and as per usual, I just dropped because I started listening to something else, but I still want to go back to um, mm-hmm. Old Gods of Appalachia. It's a podcast. Oh, no, and, cannibals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're very woke. Oh, um, they, no, they, uh, 
it's it's really interesting because this guy does a great job of telling stories that are very horror adjacent or adjacent to our interests when it comes to horror and stories of that nature and doing it in a way that works as if he's telling stories from like the 1800s and the early 1900s and it's there is a larger mythology i just didn't quite get that far into it but you could see things starting to connect but it's it's really well done and it's Mm -hmm. it's it is like a company putting it out if i remember correctly but it's still it's one guy telling you these stories so it's it's kind of got a similar vibe to that so i would encourage everyone to check out both the magnus archives and or the magus archives and the uh old gods of Appalachia. There, there's so I mean, many because, good things out there podcast wise that you just need to take a yeah. chance on. I mean, because Magnus worked out so well for me, I'm definitely going to check this out, Eric. Because, uh, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's there's there's a lot of the old gods of Appalachia too. So yeah, you'll have you'll have a decent amount to listen to. Um, yeah, it, well, it's the way I found uh, Magus Archives was because I used to listen to uh, the No Sleep podcast on a regular basis. I don't know if any of you are familiar with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, know the, I know the name. Yeah. Yeah. I know the Reddit. It, well, that's that's where they get the stories from, is they, they go through and they pick what they think are the best ones, and then they credit the author, and they're dramatically retold. And sometimes they're really, really fucking good, and other times it sounds like really bad amateur theater because the people are trying to sell it and you can't sell a bad story, no matter how good right. an actor you are. But yeah, that's, that was the genesis of how I got found the Magnus archives or Magus archives was just because the no sleep podcast was abysmal at times. Um, anyways, <laughs> did you have anything else you wanted to add about the Magus archives, Arlen? No, I, I do have two quick shout outs or do we want to do that at the very end? I don't know. Let's do it at the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah just wait until yeah. the end. Um, yeah. So it's none of my list was in any particular order. Um, but the last thing I had on my list was uh, Shang-Chi. Like, Shang-Chi was, was the awesome. movie that I was like, oh, Marvel is really branching out now. And it's, yeah, it followed a similar pattern to their other movies, but it was still different enough. And honestly, I really good choice on their part just from an optics and horrible business view but also from a general like hey this character could be really big let's put him out there and yeah. and all all asian cast just with the exception of ben kingsley like it just it was it was so much fun to see multi-billion dollar kung fu film that also fits into the marvel universe it's still it's still yeah. important representation like it it's is. I do want to like, point out that so a lot of people say Ben Kingsley is an Asian. He is technically Asian. Mm-hmm. He's he's just southeastern Asian. Yeah, he's yeah. he's of, it's a, it's a he's of Indian descent, isn't he? Yes, yes, yes he yeah. is. A lot of people. Yeah, so my guess. My apologies. He's British. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just a general. It's an over. It's a. It's a thing that's come up many times, and every time I'm like, "Have any of you Googled him even a little bit?" Yeah, like, I yeah. always I always yeah. forget that he is actually of Indian descent, and yeah. but yeah, but here nor there, like it, it's such an important movie because, like, like Hunter just said, it is it is about representation and the fact that Marvel is like, all right, cool, let's do this. Yeah. Like, Kevin yeah. has been batting a thousand for me. I haven't seen Eternals, but you know, it's Eternals. still it's a movie. <laughs> it's a bunt. 
it's a bunch yeah. of what I've heard. Yeah. Here's what They're I'll say about Shang-Chi. Like, what I loved about that movie is um, the characters were just so interesting. And, like, that's yes. the thing that I really want these movies to do more than anything is make me like these characters and care about them. Yeah. Um, and they did that twice over in a movie with one title character. Like, I really want to know what happens with these two, with Katie and uh, mm-hmm. Sean, or what, how are they going to? What are they going to call him? Um, but like, uh, and and even his sister, like so many great characters were introduced in this movie. And um, yeah, just I, I'm into it. I, I think Marvel, the movies that they put out this year, even the ones that weren't the best or the ones that were not as fun, like I think that they did interesting things. They tried things that maybe people wouldn't have expected. Um, <laughs> And, I, and I'm glad that they were able to experiment. I, I think they genuinely tried to do things that were a little bit different and not yeah. just from the like boring marketing reasons to do things differently. Um, I think there were attempts to take chances when they don't necessarily need to. The assumption would be rest on your laurels and just like put out things that are very similar to what you've already done. Um but I think that they took some pretty big swings. Mm-hmm. Um, not all those swings may have worked absolutely for everyone, but they did them. So, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, and that, and we got to see Wong fighting the abomination. Yeah, that was, it was, that awesome. was also a very high point. Yeah. And saying Hotel California, which was well, just, yeah, yeah, just, just yeah. yeah, and the fact that you finally got a dragon hunter. There you go. Yeah, I finally got a dragon. Finally, yeah. the family yeah. listens. Yeah. Although I do, I am shocked that there wasn't any mention of of uh, where's the place that Iron Fist trains at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I am shocked that that oh, didn't even get mentioned why. in passing. I thought they didn't do that. Couple well, times. yeah, I get that. But what no. you're saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was totally expecting it just to be mentioned in passing, and that would be it. But I understand. It's also- it's also hilarious that Colleen was almost in that fucking movie. Yes. And she didn't yeah. want to give up the character of Colleen yet. And yep. that's why she wasn't the sister, I guess. She was almost yep. the sister. Yep. Uh, fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. But I, I yeah. kind of get what she's saying. Like, that's. Yeah. That's a character that's. Yeah, and also I don't think she's the wrong choice. I, we don't have to talk about Matrix at length, but she was good in Matrix. Yeah, she was, she was arguably my favorite part of that movie. Yeah, she's she's really good in that movie. Oh yeah, she's great as bugs. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's I mean that's that's all I really have to say. I mean it's you know that that movie proof is in the pudding. Like wasn't sure if they're going to be able to pull it off, and they did, and they didn't have to do anything stupid to make it work either. It just it worked yep. because it was a good script, good. and they thought before they put it out. So, so yeah, that's me. That's that's everybody, I guess. And after we after we riddled uh, Connor's list yeah, full of we, holes with all these, well, the other thing is like I, I've now become like whatever Hunter Davenport does when he just starts getting sleepy <laughs> in a podcast. I'm just I'm just on the floor, like I'm holding yeah. my microphone. <laughs> You're hungry. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Arlen, you had two things you wanted to shout out real quick. Yeah, just uh, quick shout outs. One, Eric is, I already know Eric is on board for, uh, check out Brian David Gilbert on YouTube. Um, 
Yes. His shit is fire. Uh, and if you don't know, first watch the, um, I think it's like uh, a wizard uh, did a thing to your laptop video. Um, and then watch, um, I can't remember the name of it, but there's one video that's like 10 minutes long and it's like uh, your dad playing with a camera. Yep. And it's a really fucking weird video. Awesome. Um, it's totally and it's it's it goes places that i did not expect and if you like either of those videos just watch his entire channel because it's so many different things um and even his stuff that he did at polygon um yeah check out the um the halo novel video which is amazing (laughs) where where he spent two years reading every halo novel um it's amazing just amazing just That so that was really that's something che- worth checking. And then another thing is a show that recently became an HBO Max original called The Other Two, and it's about two siblings wh- whose youngest brother basically has a Justin Bieber moment. He becomes like <laughs> the biggest pop star for like twelve year old girls on earth. Uh, who become like um. Uh, what are those uh, fish that follow sharks around? I can't. Remember, I can't remember what those are. Oh called, yeah, but, I, but the uh, type that like latch on to like yes. to nurse sharks and things like that. Yeah, yes. yeah. They become they become that for him, and you just see all these like horrible things occur, and just some of the g- most genuinely funny and like messed up moments I've seen in a comedy show in a really long time. It was originally a Comedy Central show, um, and it's just really funny and biting in interesting ways. The characters are also really compelling and interesting. Um, so yeah, go watch the other two. Um, you'll know if you like it based off the first episode. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm always looking for new stuff to watch. So yeah. Well, and short episodes too. If you're like me and you're like, I need 20 minutes. <laughs> give me something. Cool. Get, get me out of here. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. Uh, I just want to do a quick shout out. Uh, G4 relaunch was amazing yeah. uh, i was a denier at first but i've been converted it's really good uh i was wrong go check out you four uh yeah i wanted to uh give a shout out to uh this year's uh flu which hey if you didn't <laughs> know that's still going around you assholes so that don't yeah. don't act like it doesn't exist just because of covid yeah um it has the a Democrats little bit of made it it has some H1N1 in it, which, if you don't know, is the swine flu. And my wife and I had the swine flu when that was first going around. And one of the big contributing uh, issues with that is severe kidney pain. And, uh, yeah, my wife and I have had sore kidneys for, like, three days. And it finally started to oh, be right. today. Yeah. So I'm certainly not paranoid about that now. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh, fun. It's a good yeah, time. Yeah, if you were... If the articles that came out last year that said the flu was almost dead because of COVID uh, <laughs> was gone, yep. Um, yep. think again. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that was a good little moment there. Also, we... also a uh, shout out to uh, the anniversary collector version of Skyrim, whatever the newest one is, because it actually yeah. got me playing the game again, and I started a completely new character, and I'm loving it, and I don't have any mods on other than the ones that are officially sanctioned. It's it's yeah. It, yeah it's so good. It, the game it's looks good. beautiful in 4K too. So Skyrim good, always good. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Come on, Starfield, be as good as Skyrim. <laughs> Please, oh, thank Please. you. Right. Do it, coward. Yeah. All right. All right. I guess that's it.
I think yeah. we need to release Connor from his chain. Yeah. So let's uh, get if, he's, if he's even <laughs> yeah, life. Connor, if you don't have any last words before we depart from this, um, I don't. Um, you'll hey. see me next year. Well, this year now more on the yeah. show than you will anything else. If that's telling at all to anybody else. Yeah, this show will be coming back soon. Yes. Not that soon, but soon. Yeah. Um, Maybe don't, don't, don't expect any real changes. <laughs> no, also, I'm not going to say anything because it will jinx us immediately if I say yeah. what. We're yeah, trying don't, to do. don't expect changes. Just uh, expect more of the same low effort. Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but more also, frequently, maybe, far maybe, more frequently. Maybe, maybe more effort, but don't ask us too hard. No, no. I hopefully uh, more. See, I, I would like it. more effort, but we'll I see. Vo- uh, I vocalized it and was immediately trounced to see what happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe we can. I don't. I won't say it. that's mean. Maybe Anyways. more effort from Marlin, without yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, How dare you, Hunter? How dare I'm you? Going, I'm going to become more monosyllabic as we go and forget the names of simple things. Like right. The thing that, that I li- lives in my house that walks on four legs. Um, I can't remember. I'm going this. to make the word troglodyte a slur. I'm going to make uh, call back. Make troglodyte racist again. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what anybody else might have to add. Uh, uh, I'm, check out Comedy Club every Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. oh no, I'm yeah. falling to the floor now. Oh no. At yeah. least, yeah. Look, at least, look at the feed and acknowledge how funny Hunter's uh, descriptions and titles yeah. are, because they're, no, they're always they're it's, always it's, delightful. Uh, if you want I get to the notification. Too. And it's always great. It's just if yeah. you want to hear two guys talk about how great Game Pass is. That's yep. your show. <laughs> and and hear hear Hunter badgering his co-host into liking Final Fantasy more than World of Warcraft. Hey, you want to talk about yeah. this time? No. Hey, you want to talk about Silent Hill next time? Yes. <laughs> that's basically our that's basically our discussion every week. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's great. It's fun. All right. Uh good night, you fucks. Good night, everybody. Bye. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Yeah, don't be a fucking neck bone. But you know, maybe like the CDC says, you should beat the ball for the Yeah, why not?